When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Boy, what a what a show we have for you tonight. What we a, do what have a, a pretty great show. What an important show. I mean, we got to do the most important thing at the top of it. And, uh, you know, I don't know if it's like, but it's got to be dealt with immediately. We had a show the last time we had a show. The feedback was uh, it was it was it was voluminous. Really? Was, uh, I wasn't here for that show. So I don't I, I'm not caught up. Talk a, to me as if uh, I'm a baby. I don't know. <laughs> There is a problem unique to uh, just societal groupings. Like it's a problem that you know. How do you how do you solve it? We've been through this before. Harmontown is supposed to be a tribe of misfits. We're going to colonize the moon. And so, what do you do about your Adam Goldbergs? You know, are they are they mascots because they're the misfits of misfits, or are they somehow an opportunity for us to prove that that we too can rule the earth by you know we we just crucify them and go and, and, and go like yeah no we, we even we have lines oh um do do i get to vote or? I, I, I i'm voting against that i think you know i i i, I believe in open systems i don't think that key and tumbler societies are are, are are gonna ever evolve i think you have to have one code and you have to be able to follow it no matter what and our code is no one gets bullied everyone fits in so then last last show like like just from Twitter to Reddit and everywhere in between, a lot of feedback about this guy's laugh. <laughs> now we're gonna we're gonna bring him up and put a face on this problem because I think no, I not think, in a shaming way, not just... in a shaming way at all. The opposite. I want I want to humanize this guy because. I, I most of all just feel bad for him. I also then, then second to that, I feel bad for 30,000 people that, <laughs> that were like unprecedentedly distracted by this guy's laugh. Well, it's a tough one because you want people to laugh, but then they laugh too much and you're like, all right, calm down. Or if their laugh just hits that chimpanzee distress call uh, frequency, so it makes people go like, I'm glad he's having a good time, but now I feel like a spotted leopard's hunting me. Uh, I, I I don't know. His laugh is like a crying baby on an airplane for some people. It's uh, the, the difficult thing with a society, of course, is that this is the most difficult of all. What are we going to outlaw this guy's mirth? <laughs> Tell him have less fun. Yeah, that moment when you're least self-conscious and full of joy. Yeah, take it down a notch. Yeah. Then everything we say about the government up here, everything, every time a cop uh, stabs a guy, do I cops know. stab people? 
No, they just shoot them. <laughs> I don't read the news. Well, they stab them with those little those knife flying knives that come out of the knife dispensers. Okay. <laughs> Wait, you're thinking of Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Get over here! Yeah. <laughs> Actually, stay there! Uh, the, uh... Um, what was that? What, just Scorpion well, distracted me with the no, Mortal Kombat No, but it's interesting you're saying that this is the first, this is where the line is. And we can't, you know, if we introduce this law, then everything falls apart. Yes, so, yes. Yeah. All the things that we make fun of governments and corporations for doing when they're like, oh, hey, everybody, make up a new flavor of Mountain Dew. Just exactly. have fun on, for, you know, and, and, and fence in your humanity, and you're not allowed to do this, and you're not allowed to yeah. do that. Then it all breaks down. It, 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 we, we, we are judged tonight as a tribe by how we treat Laughing Man. <laughs> the eyes of God are on us. And I don't know. I'm excited about it because I don't know what the answer is. No. Except that, you know, the first step is always communication. Um, always like, 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 you know, let's, so if I, I assume he's, he's willing to come up because he sounds like he's having a wonderful time. Uh, are you, is it, it's Doug, right? Okay. Doug is here. We put him in the front row away from the microphones tonight. <laughs> Doug. Have a seat. Hello. I will say this. Hello, everybody. Right off the bat. I'll tell you what pisses me off, Doug. What? Uh, you come to Meltdown every week, and that's never been a fucking problem at Meltdown. <laughs> Are we not funny enough for you? <laughs> it's just never been commented on at Meltdown. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, but we don't record <laughs> Meltdown, so there isn't, right. like, Twitter, you know. It was, like, I remember a night when I could hear it, and I was like, my thing is, like, it's not that I don't like it. My thing is it makes me feel like a liar. <laughs> It sounds like my uncle's at the show, and it's like the Cream City Comedy Competition, and he's like, ah, ha, 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 yeah. drive-throughs are hard for the consumer. Um, uh, who's voting? Who's voting? And uh, like, I, I just, I, it makes me wonder how funny I really am, and you know, it's a, 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 because it sounds like uh, above and beyond. But but so I but last week I wasn't really that conscious of it. But then it must have been a microphone thing. It's yeah. like the sound mix thing or something. Yeah. Every it's like I've never gotten so many tweets about one topic. Like, <laughs> and, and 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 we talk about race. Here. And you've yeah you've said a lot of controversial crazy yeah. shit. I, I call the Irish dirty little potato people. I got seven tweets from Irish people going, "You're right. We don't care." Yeah. But this fucking this guy is is human Belfast. Human Belfast. The time of troubles are upon us again. Uh, yeah, he's the potato family of Harmon Pound. We need a peace it's wall built around him so that so that the the, uh, the Protestant uh, laugh listeners can get along with the Catholic ones. Um, so anyway, all right, Doug. I think you, you've been you've been you've been quiet through all this. Uh, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what what uh, what was it different? Was it different last week or last show? Uh, I was a little high last ah. week, <laughs> but I. <laughs> oh no! I'll not. I, I'll. I'll. I'll pull the microphone away when I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I know. Should we? I should just, we? I'm sorry. Doug. <laughs> it's all right. Should we? Shouldn't we get like a? Ri shouldn't we? Somebody tell him like a really funny joke so that the, so we can measure the. <laughs> He's literally hiding the microphone with his palm right now. Because some people might not know what we're talking about. So if we were a sophisticated, like, fancy broadcast show, we'd play a clip from last episode where you just hear me going like, 
Like, like, like Jeff at one point, uh, I said, yeah, there's, I was talking about 9-11 conspiracies in Back to the Future uh, regarding the Twin Pines parking lot. And, Je- and Jeff said, Pine 11? Here, put it to, you, put it to your mouth. <laughs> See? I, I love a good pun. Uh, <laughs> what got uh, you was Pine 11? <laughs> pine 11. That's the 9-11 of jokes. <laughs> I'm also a huge Back to the Future fan, so, uh, and I and I always knew consciously watching that that yeah, there's only it's Lone Pine Mall because he hit the pine back then. Right, and, and some guys going like, whoa, what about? Why is there only why? one tower now? Oh, 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 it's blowing my mind. <laughs> Which is truly not even not to get too grim, but that's not even a significant event in the 9/11 timeline. The time there was one tower, like. <laughs> I know no. it happened for a couple minutes on CNN, but like we don't want to dwell on that. It's not like oh, the one tower time. Like they oh, fucking yeah. came down. Oh my god, we had so much more hope back then. Remember? Oh, just when, half as much. When just yeah, we people were half... outside chanting "You, uh, yeah, <laughs> you, uh," and then and, and then it was it like fell. it was like electric company, and then the other half for that loved the people in the other tower going "Say, oh. you, uh." Say, you, say, you, say. Like, remember the electric company? Snake. Snake. See, that's funnier than the Pine Pine 11. Well, okay, so, so, I mean, you know, I think that uh, I'm already, I'm already, I'm already encouraged by the conversation. You were high. That's a, maybe, maybe, I think we we can't ask you to stop having fun. And I'm cer- I certainly I certainly believe marijuana should be a, should be legal, but maybe for you, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be allowed before before is, the show. This is how governments start. <laughs> okay, maybe, all right, all right. Maybe for you, like you kind it's, of passive aggressive law law is law. It starts with 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 don't eviscerate a prostitute on a foggy cobblestone street. Yeah. Just to get rid of Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Next thing you know. Kraft is running the world. <laughs> the Thames is chocolate. <laughs> Wait, that sounds great. Uh, ne- next time I, I get an inkling, I won't uh, before coming to Harmontown. How about that? Uh, oh, can, would you get an inkling yeah, to, yeah. to, when you want to get high, you mean? Yeah. To, to ease the back pain. <laughs> oh, really? Is that what it is? It's, because of back pain? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. It's also. I mean, it's also great. Like it also feels amazing. But yeah. So, Doug, were you aware of this controversy before tonight? Before. No. <laughs> like, 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 like. Batman is on the toilet right now. Keep keeps getting halfway up. Goddamn! Is there a? I. Oh, I know that laugh. <laughs> But I'm, but I'm on the toilet, and I'm Batman. It's not Bruce Wayne on the toilet, it's Batman. Yeah, <laughs> Batman, he's in a towel. He's got the, his outfit. That's the weird thing about the... That's the thing they never explore in the movies, is that is that uh, Bruce Wayne has a really... He extends his dichotomous, like, weird schism in his personality to the shits he takes. Like, he's like, I'm going to take a Batman shit. Yeah. <laughs> the one that flushes my bowels of the scum and crime that have... I wish I had that option. Like every now and then, I feel like I want to take a Batman shit, but I can't do it. Yeah. So it's like you I, just pinch out a little Alfred. Yeah. It's 
I do like five Alfreds in a row rather than one Batman. (laughs) Technically speaking, sir, there is a certain amount of pebbles in your lower colon. They could be dispensed of optimum comfort. However, it could be put off to a later time. And then a Batman shit's like, get it out. Yeah. Uh, my parents dead. I'm gonna take the shit out of this shit. All right. Well, okay. So, so Doug. So, so, so what? Let, well, I guess we got a human face. We'll, let's let's monitor things. Let's see how it goes. We'll, we'll, we 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 love you and we're in your corner. Uh, uh, I applaud everyone speaking out. I I, I I don't know if you needed to be so mean about some of your <laughs> ways on, you're putting it. On, no, I mean, what was come some on. of the stuff they uh, said, Dan? Uh, you, you don't have to, you know, it, it, it's, it's the internet. We're starting to realize not everything that you don't like makes you want to kill yourself. You don't have to use that language every time. There's real stuff in the world that should make you want to kill yourself, starting with poverty. <laughs> You can just dislike someone's laugh. It doesn't make you want to kill yourself. And it's really a place of subtle opinions. It's it's either you love something and want to marry it, or you want to kill it with fire. <laughs> That's the internet. Uh, Extreme opinions are the only things that make it to the internet. Well, all right. Well, let's uh, let's 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 thank Doug thank and you, sit Doug. him back down. Thank you, guys. It's the human face that really that solves half the problem. I think you just look at him and go, he's he looks like a fine young gentleman. It's also tough because everything we say he laughs at, and it's hard to dislike that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, he's, uh, yeah. yeah. He, I think we figured it out. We move him away from the microphones and live your life, Doug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was actually gonna say that. Well, in, in exchange for that, we we told him. There's no wait, Why am I sharing this now? I have to share it just because it's funny. That I think Dustin told him like, look, if you you know, we'll we'll give you we'll 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 always have that seat away from the microphones available. But it's a good seat. So now tonight, everyone's gonna be like. Bigger, bigger! Ah, bigger, bigger! It's 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 gonna yeah. But don't do that. Be cool. Uh, uh, there's shame involved too. Don't forget that. Uh, I do most of the show like this. Uh, all right, so uh, we get, we got, we got, we got. You know, normally I would babble about about things I've seen. I saw. All right, well, I share my Aaron 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 quote of the week. Uh, yes. Do you have a music cue for this segment called Aaron? My wife Aaron's uh, funniest line of the week. Yeah. That's perfect number of beats. About six. I want to make sure I get it right. I wrote it down. We were watching the movie. Uh, the movie is called A Most Violent Year. Uh, and uh, about uh, halfway through it, uh, when Joseph Campbell says a hero should meet with his goddess, uh, Aaron met with one of her own uh, that I didn't realize she was meeting with when she exasperatingly said from the bed next to me, Oh, God, just give them their Oscars so they can stop. <laughs> it's a movie about a guy who does not want to get involved with the movie that he's in. And he succeeds. 
seats for the whole movie. Did you? You didn't like the movie? I actually did enjoy it quite a bit. I haven't but seen it. but it's 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 kind of remarkable how like the movie. There's a lot of good movies right now. Am I am I if I have I passed my curmudgeon phase and am now just a wild-eyed babe in the woods? Am I now in that weird creepy uncle like I love Pokemon? <laughs> I, I feel I feel like I mean Birdman was really enjoyable. Yeah, you're gonna I, I, like, like, like I, it's not like it's. It, I I thought I thought for a while that I'd do enjoy the kind of movie that might get you know might get awards or have some degree of so uh, cultural efficacy that you you were down to Transformers or you had to just watch something in French, and <laughs> and you know I I don't know I've seen some movies I just saw that that Alan Turing movie the oh, yeah? imitation thing. Have you guys seen that? <gasps> Man, it's gonna. I don't understand why. Why, why aren't gay people more angry? I, I, didn't, I didn't know they invented computers and that we killed them for it. I use computers. I, if I, I don't understand. They're gay people. They never did anything. They literally are a problem that solves itself. Jesus Christ. I'm serious. Say, to the I extent lost... that you're scared of them, like doing anything, you don't have to be. Yeah. There's always another gay person. Like the, they, they're you're not doing. They're not trying to do I like, anything. I like the idea of someone who's homophobic, but also like logical about it. Like <laughs> they're a problem, but they'll solve themselves. So it's, I, 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 it's just not even it. if you put yourself in the shoes of someone who's like terrified. Like what are you? And then, and then we get back to that conversation. Well, obviously, we know what they're terrified of. They're terrified that they themselves are gay. So they got to like, I gotta make a law against how gay I am. Um, but it's not just that. I think it is there's people who are fully straight, not afraid of being gay, who hate gay people. Do you, are, are we sure about that? Because there's there, there, I, there, there are so many things to hate. Like, are we sure that all straight homophobia is not ultimately rooted in, uh, like, a fear of, like, man, if this was legal, I would suck every dick in this room. <laughs> I, and I, mean, I wouldn't know who I am. I, mean, I gotta get to work in the morning. This has to stay <laughs> forbidden. If it's legalized, I'm gonna suck so much dick. <laughs> so I have to fight it. Well, also, like, the gay marriage thing, you can fill it, because why would you hate that? What, if, if you already hated gay people, you, then you hated them for what? Wearing the police hats and dancing and, like, and, like being, like, promiscuous, like, archetypes of, like, like oh, uh, nothing sacred, honey child. I'm gay. Woo! I want to dance. Why, for that mindset, wouldn't them wanting to get married and to have George Takai stroll down the street with his husband holding hands at a, with, a, with Froyo, why wouldn't that make you go, oh, okay, fine. The only reason is because you're thinking, well, why did I marry a woman then? I didn't know I could have it all. But it's... I think the it's thing also that got like, me elected and the thing I love to do in bathrooms? It doesn't count as long as it's in a public bathroom. God can't see through stall doors. Yeah, yeah, it um, I, I think then, because then they're like, oh, then it's harder to tell which ones they are, you know? But like, what are they going to do? Save us from overpopulation? What's the worst thing they're going to do? Well, but it's true. I mean, if you look at, like, religion and stuff, a lot of religions are against that. So it's not just people who are gay and scared of it. It's also people who are scared of something that is different from them or that they see as being different from Those them. Those religions come from a time when if you weren't having a baby every nine months, you were treasonous. <laughs> because our species was at war with the weather. Yeah. <laughs> like... 
penguins were eyeing us up for the throne. Right. Uh, like, 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 well, we're both being eaten by predators. Who's to say you're not the penguins? Yeah. And we're like, keep fucking! Hurry up! Get more kids in the field! They gotta pick corn! And then you walk in on your friend Steve and your friend Neil... And you're, and you're like, guys, come yeah. on, knock it off. We're, we're trying something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're going for something. Maybe, yeah. I mean, so maybe there was like, I'm not, I don't want to use the word justification. That's the, the terrible word. But, but a, uh, a, I mean, they were, they, those people thought stars could talk. Uh, they, 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 they believed that logs were, were, were good luck on Thursday if you painted them black. And they had, they had reasons to believe that stuff because they didn't have telescopes. I don't right. know. But once you get a telescope, you look through it at your gay friend and you go, it just looks like a very up close gay person to me. There's Saturn, there's there's Steve, yeah. and let's. No, it's true. I mean, it's religion is from a time when before we had like we get a new iPhone every year, and we can't get someone to take another pass at the Quran. Like you can't. <laughs> there, there, there should be some firmware. There should be there should be some religion firmware. <laughs> just an update that you have to get, and then it's like. It was a different time. Women can aim, own the same amount of property. It's fine. We were wrong then. I think, I think we've whipped a, a, a cauldron into a froth that, that our guest is, uh, is going to be the All most right. at home in. Let's bring up Get David it. Cross! There was some extended applause there. I think uh, I think your legacy is palpable in this room. Can you can you uh, in post? Can you give it another minute? <laughs> like, uh, one well, of you was clapping too hard. And... <laughs> I know there's a there's one guy in the front that makes looping impossible. It's like there's always like this seam. Uh, but uh, yeah, well, we just started we started touching on this the the unsolvable but always fun subject of like. Of, of a most violent year, sucking. I know. <laughs> I saw it. I did not care for it uh, for so many reasons. Um, I thought he sounded a little too much like Andy Garcia. I don't care about that. I just thought, I mean, it's, uh, it was, uh, it was, everything about it was halfway. The, the, the story was halfway. The resolution was halfway. The acting was halfway. Well, that was, it was like, um, well, halfway to good, but it was um, <laughs> it was like uh, you. It, it's like what your wife was saying. It's like they're they're they all think they're going to get an Oscar. You can tell right. they're all they're all that's in the back of their heads. I like that you're saying everything is halfway, but the name is the most extreme name possible. <laughs> A most violent year. I <laughs> know. Oh, we kept thinking because in the beginning, there's like a, ga a, a gas truck gets gets hijacked, and then Aaron and I were saying, "Oh, is this like the cold open?" And as the truck drives away, you pan over to a calendar, and it says January first. Is <laughs> 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 the whole movie just like? <laughs> I, I really. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I didn't care for that movie. And uh, have you seen some stuff you do care for? Did you, what did you think of Birdman? Um, I I enjoyed watching it, and I I liked the first two of the six endings. <laughs> I, I preferred the first two. 
then endings uh, three, four, five, and six, I uh, they lost me. But um, I will say, like, I got I de- there's some movies I get to a point around if I can get to three quarters through. I've already written the mental blog entry of like why this is the best movie ever, and if the the, the last twenty minutes can take a fucking nosedive, and I'll kind of just push it under the rug. Well, the, the, it was it was really enjoyable to watch. The acting was great, uh, um, but I, I I I'll tell you where I really hit a roadblock, and it was a big one uh, because I really was enjoying it up until this moment. But the the scene with the uh, theater reviewer. The dialogue was written. It's. It felt to me oh, like yeah. the dialogue that she, her review, and then the thing that he says back to her, and then her actual review later, all sounded like somebody who's never read a review, <laughs> uh, because that's not how reviewers talk. That's how when you parody, or if you're like right. a, a, a sophomore in college, that's what you think a reviewer. Uh, and it's just it was bogus that's a was, good point and then, like, like the Emma Stone monologue when she's yelling at him for giving a shit about something that's all out of ego and he doesn't he pretends he's above Twitter but he's doing this ridiculous thing I was like I thought that monologue was really great it was a well written like teenage daughter monologue yelling there's at there's a her. lot of great stuff in there I just um, had a but, but that was the one uh, dialogue wise uh, the one yeah, scene I was I like, mean, that, like, like that's if, not how they talk if they were as good at writing if that re- that reviewer could have easily just been super like they could have written up to her yeah, yeah. and had her be a normal a human with a, her own value system as the hero of her own story with lots of thoughtful things to say and it would have been right. just as good you're right yep. I never I didn't even think about that there it is a way better. to hate things thank you no uh, <laughs> did you guys see The Hobbit <laughs> <laughs> I did not ah uh, I have. I saw the second movie, and I was like, "The second of three? Yeah, yeah. It was one book, by the way. I don't know if you guys know. It was one yeah. book. You can't it's, make three movies out of one so book. It's so baffling. Like I love the Lord of the Rings movies so much. So each one of these I watch. I said this on Twitter, but to me, like Lord of the Rings was like making love with the love of your life, and Hobbit is like jacking off on a sex doll you found in the trash. <laughs> it's still a fine way to spend your time. <laughs> You just don't want your wife to be around for one of them, you know? Wait, are you are you jerking off in the exact spa- place where you found the sex doll? Yeah, or do you no, bring it back? No, it's still in the trash. Oh, okay. <laughs> so to onlookers, you're just jacking off into the trash, and you're like, no, 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 there's a sex doll in right, there. Right, 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 right. A little but bit that, of a thrill to it. Yeah, yeah. There's an excitement to it. There's a weird part where there's like... You know there's like 15 new dwarves in it? Well, like, I, I don't. I haven't seen any of those things. I don't. Uh, not not for you know. Not like out of anger or obstinance. I just those things are so silly and and to me. Even even the original Lord of the Rings. I didn't see him. No. Okay. Wait the. Oh I, gosh. I didn't see it. I. You're like a unicorn. <laughs> I. Ironically. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't get. Uh, I mean, I don't. Uh, I don't. N- no judgment. I just know. I know myself enough to know I'm not going to like it. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, that's a good time to bring up that you've now just finally—I say finally—have have, uh, have launched a career as a director. You just made that movie hits, which I haven't seen, and frankly didn't know existed. Uh, which looks from the trailer to be like everything you would want when you hear that David Cross is directing. Well, uh, after the last ten minutes of what I've just said, it better be like, the most amazing, <laughs> fucking perfect. It has to be perfect. Uh, um, but it looks great, and more importantly, I think the reason why I thought you might want to come on here is because I'm sure you're already at your Kickstarter goal because you're only asking for it. Well, the, the Kickstarter pitch I saw was that you you made this movie 
it's it's good. Um, the distributors involved had this plan to do like New York and L.A. and then throw it onto so it was, iTunes it, and come what may. Yep. It was and same and, thing for you know whether yeah and you're and you're just going come on let's do the let's do the twenty city thing and you looked into it and it costs like a nominal they, amount. Would, they just wouldn't the nobody was interested in pursuing that and the and I'm not knocking. Uh, the the people involved, but the you know distributors are doing a job. They don't care about the movie per se. They want to get the best deal they can, or at least the sales agents who you hire to represent you to make the deal with distributors. Which I found out later. I'm not I'm not uh, well versed uh, by choice in the business of aspect of things. Uh, uh, I just don't care to. I should care to know. I'm sure my wife would be happier about that but uh i i just don't i can't i don't want to think about those things and and um and so the the what they were what the offers were very they were the absolute uh standard thing you know like you were saying it's new york and la and then pick four cities out of the 10 biggest cities mm -hmm. and they go there um you know one college town you know <laughs> Got to get it in Ann Arbor, man. You know, and um, and then that was it. And then, yeah. as you said, and and that was really uh, kind of depressing. And then the producers were the ones who said, "Let's let's figure out a way to get this movie in theaters that it would never play in." And mm -hmm. uh, and so I credit them. They're the ones who came up with the idea, and they went to BitTorrent, and and then we we had the idea to do, to do the Kickstarter, which just allows us to get the movie. We're already at uh, uh, if should it. Trigger, we've got thirty-five cities. Not even, I mean, towns, places wow. I've never even heard of. Saint, Saint uh, Thompsonville in Vermont, and I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, places it would never play, like um, uh, Daytona. <laughs> what? It's just in okay. the middle of the uh, racetracks. And, <laughs> <laughs> yep, just a guy with a, with a tablet. The one guy who's just, not into racing in Daytona, and he lives in the middle. He's running to the drivers so they can see it. Uh, he's got, when, a, he's when, got it on his iPhone. <laughs> yeah. It's um, like so when, these, when Bugs Bunny had that hill, that hole that they built a construction site around. Yes. Yeah, and then in the hole. future, he was the opposite. He was the only guy. Yeah. 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 Uh, so is it like these theaters sort of? Signed up to be like, hey, we wanted to play in our yeah. theater. So yeah. if if this Kickstarter thing goes, then we would like to play. Yeah, this because movie. it's pay what you want. So uh, in order to do that, we need at least enough money to get into the theater. It doesn't cost a whole lot, but you have to. It does cost something. You have to rent the theater, pay for the staff, uh, get your uh, make sure the film can play in their system, um, and and you know a small modicum of uh, you know marketing and stuff gets mads out. Um, and that would allow us to go to, uh, it was uh, 22, I think we figured it would allow us to get to. And, oh, uh, and now we're at, the, all these theaters have approached us, and uh, it's cool. It's never been done before. Yeah, this is like, I've never heard it. And you, BitTorrent is the one who's distributing it online, you said, right? They, there is, this is the first movie that BitTorrent is, uh, yeah, putting out there. Um, Officially. Officially, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. After years in the business. Yeah. yeah. They've, uh, before this, How did they ever out... make any money? <laughs> yeah. Before this, they've put out every movie ever made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Unofficially. But that's such a cool... Like, how did the BitTorrent thing happen? Like, that was the producers. They, they're the ones who went out. Uh, you know, we were all little... Uh, you know, the movie screened well at Sundance, um, and 
I don't think anybody had this, uh, uh, you know, illusion that we were going to somehow become this, you know, amazing, you know, one of those bidding war things where Harvey Weinstein is, you know, in between champagne shots and piles of blow is like, I want this movie, you know, <laughs> Skyping from his yacht on the, on top of a mountain. And, um, <laughs> and you know, the we did yachts on the mountain. <laughs> what? The, the yachts on the mountain. Yeah, very, he's very wealthy. <laughs> yeah. It's his mountain. Also. Yeah. Uh, it's something his dad said he couldn't do. <laughs> it's the one thing. Hey, man, that's a good engine. Trying to do shit your dad says you can't do. Um, so it's, yeah, you were, I mean, you were within spitting distance of your goal when I looked several days ago, um, but more money's probably better than, than less if you're interested. Well, the more money we get, the more... Town, uh, theaters we can go to. Right, right. So yeah. go to the Kickstarter if you're interested. You can find it uh, really easily. And, uh, you know, first give to leukemia if you've got, like, that no, money. No, 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 no. See, that's, that's short-sighted thinking. All right? Listen, his movie's coming out once. Leukemia's gonna be there. <laughs> leukemia I'll keep is the slogan yeah. for the movie. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, I mean, $100 to the uh, Leukemia Foundation... Ain't doing shit. I mean, that's, like, that's nothing. No. That's yeah. nothing. No. And $100 to us, you're gonna make some loser with leukemia laugh for two hours. You know? <laughs> I mean, you give, give him a little escape. Two of the last hours of his life, he'll laugh. <laughs> it's, it's 2015, so now we have to follow that with a paragraph of, we're not saying it's funny to have leukemia. We're saying it's so unfunny to have it that it's funny, and the blah, 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 blah. Yeah, um, the, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I, I understand that the money that goes to leukemia, a lot of times what happens because it's such an intense diagnosis to give that a lot of times they'll just give the person $100 along with... The <laughs> hey, just good to, news and bad news. Yeah, like like so that is that is a that is a furnace that you're shoveling your money into. It's, it it needs to be shoveled in, but but you could you could light a little little dollar bill on fire for David Cross, and it'll go a lot longer. Uh, I don't. I, well, we, I, we really did make a pretty. We made a point that was like, hey, give to his movie more than give to leukemia, and yeah. it made sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's that's the great thing about uh, this podcast is if if you're if you pay attention, you might learn something. <laughs> uh, movie's called Hits. It's called Hits, right? It's called Hits, yes. So is there is there ever going to be a rule about? So you got your um, you got your Hebdo uh, deaths with the Namor of the Muhammad thing. This is a fuck of a segue. Yeah. <laughs> And so this isn't the first time it's happened, and it's like, like this thing keeps coming up where it's like, okay, so some people get 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 really upset about the fact that, for instance, okay, so these guys are uh, a cartoon made them hurt people, and that obviously makes them the bad guy. But then why CNN? While well, you're doing the story, and then you hold up the cartoon, is it blurred out? And then there's other people, and I, because I don't want to jump on that bandwagon and go, well, but wait a minute, you're watching CNN. What are you, a big fan of like overriding all societal like taboo? Because otherwise, there would just be, you know, what a corporation would put on TV to make you keep watching it would just be a big dick with toothpaste coming out of it. Like <laughs> they wouldn't, they wouldn't. If, if you didn't give a fuck, they wouldn't give a fuck. There would just be Twinkies and fucking tits on the TV, and they would. They, no, you, go you, back, go back to the dick with toothpaste. Coming out. <laughs> 
What, I, what you... I backed off of that because that's a pitch that I'm trying to sell. <laughs> Well, re- what kind of toothpaste did you guys see? Did you guys see stripe, red and white? Did you guys see sparkly, bubblegum, like kid toothpaste? Red and white stripes would be gross. Right, that's dick. crazy. I, and I, I want to... <laughs> I just, I'm saying, I don't want to see a red stripe coming out of my dick. And... But you want to see other kind of toothpaste coming out uh, of your dick? Whoa. If I came and it didn't hurt and it was blue with crystals in it, I, 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 would, I would be like, whoa, what the fuck? But if, I, if, if there was a red stripe in it, I'd be like, fuck! <laughs> There's a difference. You don't think the crystals are going to hurt the inside of your urethra? So naive. I just said it didn't hurt. That's why I prefaced it with not hurting. He did, okay. he did say that. I, I would, I would think you're more of a Tom's guy. <laughs> Given your druthers. I just have, I don't even come. I, my, but the head of my dick is one of those crystals. You just rub it on your skin, and it. Um, I, I switched. I switched yeah. to deodorant. <laughs> but fin- finish that sentence. It didn't make. It didn't, it didn't make sense because I switched to deodorant no, analogy, no, no. and it doesn't make sense. Finish oh, the so sentence. I see. The so deodorant, the deodorant. Yeah, that's so you don't get Alzheimer's. So when you when you masturbate, you don't get Alzheimer's. Right. Or you, you do. No, you. It is the crystal. Oh no, the crystal. <laughs> all right. I, all right. The crystal deodorant is because people are afraid they because uh, uh, right. somebody read something somewhere. 15 years ago and they're like oh shit this has aluminum in it that's yes. gonna make give us Alzheimer's so right. give me that rock <laughs> give me the rock that the woman who calls herself the, a good witch uh, <laughs> sold me on Venice Beach for $60 there's a witchcraft store there was a witchcraft store in my neighborhood where they would sell like bullshit like that and it just shut down and now it's a shoe store and I was like kind of happy and sad at the same time <laughs> Because it's like, kind of fuck that woman. But also, I could buy shoes anywhere. But, but here's the thing. Here's the thing about those folks. I don't think they're... I, I, you don't think they're hucksters? No, I don't. I don't think a lot of... The people that, I'm, that I think about when I think of, you know, like, those women or, or guys on Venice Beach or in Woodstock or, you know, San Francisco, wherever the fuck they are, and, um, you know, uh, I don't think they're trying to rip you off. I really don't. I they, think they're. I think they're uh, uh, naive and dumb, sort of, uh, uh, because they believe those things. But um, but now now I'm getting close to, to uh, describing the, you know people in my life that I love. So I can't. <laughs> I have to step it back a notch. Um, I I mean there was a, the the uh, so <laughs> put, a, put a pin in my so. You're holding up a, a picture of Muhammad on the news. And they're blurring it out. got really derailed by the toothpaste out of the dick thing, huh? So now next to that, somebody tweeted me this story, which I didn't know was a thing. If you live in New York and you go back and forth between New York and Israel, so I don't know how long this has been a thing, but someone tweeted me an article about how it's a thing. The Haredi? The, on the, yes. On, yes. Uh, yeah, they, I, they, 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 can they, I put a, uh, a quick plug for a website? <laughs> Seriously, I'm not joking. Uh, where they have, there's a website called Failed Messiah. Messiah.com. And I am, I am one of the very few people who says that uh, we should make more fun of Jews. And I, and I, not Reformed Jews, they're boring, but I'm talking about uh, Orthodox Jews. They're just uh, uh, awful, terrible, backwards people that, uh, that they really are. Uh, sexist, 
Um, uh, and there's a, lo- a lot of... Um, uh, they're just ter- they're terrible, and um, well, and there's uh, uh, but they there are always they always uh, link to those articles. Right. Uh, um, that's and, how and, I know. And about I it. think well, it's like, so so there's a the theme that we constantly see happening. Wait, what is the article about? Please well, the article me. is that, well, the article that I read was an editorial by somebody that was just fed up and just going like, enough already. Can we make this fucking illegal? You cannot obstruct a goddamn. Well, yeah, tell them what 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 is it? Is yeah, I don't well, understand. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. so if I if I'm explaining this correctly, the, the, there's a you know as you get into the more uh, orthodox uh, 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 forms of Judaism. There's a, depending on what sect. I don't know if I'm using the right language, but there's some it's dudes. A, it's a Hasidim, the Haredi. There, there's uh-huh. different factions of all. If, if you're ultra orthodox, and uh, they, but they're, they're all kinds of ultra orthodox. And but. they can't. They get on the plane and they go, "Oh, I I can't sit next to a woman." But not I can't. I won't. All right, right. Um, and so, some, you know, it's a, you read the comment section, it's like on fire, and it's a, it, it all kind of comes down to me. We're like, well, how is this? Is this is this guy an eighteen year old traveler? And like, 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 what does, is this really the first time that he's, you know, is he is he actually being brave? This person is going like, oh shit, I I'm being pressured by this secular machine to like do this thing. No one warned me about this. I think it's, it's it, 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 when I read the article, I was like, this this stinks of airlines need to nut up. Like, 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 like corporations that we give all this power yeah, stop to. Stop oh. letting women on your plane. <laughs> well, p- put a put a put a put a fucking sign up explaining to anyone flying from New York to Israel or vice versa that that there is a very likely chance you will be sitting next to half the population. Fifty yeah. percent the, chance. The, 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 well, you know, they're also point zero zero one percent of the population who still believes in this archaic thing, and right. and we but we accept it. Um, and and one of the issues, and I didn't read this particular editorial, but I know one of the issues is that, uh, it w- in particular, it was Delta Airlines. Um, they don't want to lose their business because it is a it is a lot. That's, exa- of that's their exactly business. what I'm saying. It, all, it always ends up being money. It's never this difficult West Wing thing where it's like, well, what's the no, right thing to do? It's money. Fuck you. Follow the money. And somebody's being greedy by not explaining to these people. It's, and it's fucking awful what they do. What they what they let them get away with. And eventually, eventually, people are. Are pressured and it's it's a major flight New York to Israel. You know, it's uh, it's a longie. But I mean, it's like if you got to get there, I assume you have to get there for a reason. You're not like I got a couple days to go. You know, so so eventually people are like, fine, I'll give them my fucking seat. You know. Uh, the, 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 yeah, yeah. The, the, I mean, I think that the I, – I put those side by side for one because I don't want anybody to perceive me talking about, well, we got to figure this out as having to do with any particular religion. I think that all of religion in its most like kind of like – concentrated forms um the word archaic could be used like 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 because it's like let's face it these are being held over from from times before airplanes and things and so they're they're rubbing up against modern completely secularized society it's like what are the rules because we're all wearing pants and if you get on a plane without pants and you say it's my religion they're gonna say i don't give a shit and so if and and i want people to fess up that it's not it's not really about freedom of religion if a airline is kowtowing to yeah fuck that anyway i mean uh i I mean if because if it was i would i would apply i would be like well okay let's try really hard to figure out how nobody ever ever has their bubble burst let's try let's try and see if we can do it make it happen uh uh, but we'll do it in tears so that 
some, for instance, some poor woman who didn't buy a ticket to this fucking ride, or yeah. she bought a ticket to the plane, but not this goddamn global <laughs> roller coaster, yeah. gets on a plane, has a guy in an Indiana Jones hat, get on the plane, <laughs> look at her, stifle vomit, go to the st- uh, flight attendant, then double back, fall back into the, I mean, uh, what do these people do when they're sealed in this tube? There's women everywhere. Yeah. Um, but, and, and then start explaining like... that they can't, they can't do this and they can't do that, and everyone on the plane is like, what the fuck? I'm, like he said, I'm on a goddamn deadline, I got a whale at this wall. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> or actually, that's the one thing I don't have to do, right? The, wh- the wall wails for you? Is that... Uh, I don't know. I only uh, know it by uh, name. I assume The wailing wall? Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's, it's, it's... I know you go and you david and you pray and then you put uh, prayer slips uh, into the cracks in the wall. Um, and, then, and, then, um, and then at night, between midnight and 12.05 a.m., God tiptoes in. <laughs> they, they seal it up. And God tiptoes in. And uh, he, it, it's and it's they. He and Muhammad and Jesus go to the Dome of the Rock, right? Where they all had, there were the three major world religions uh, have claim to that, the Dome of the Rock, and then they uh, on the Temple Mount, and then they each go in there, and it's all uh, they've reduced. They've figured out. Science has figured out that. <laughs> They've, they've reduced it to the actual grain of sand that each one can oh. lay claim to. And then they all go, and they, it's between 12 and 12.05, they, they, they lick the grain of sand. They lick it? They lick it. And then they wink to each other. <laughs> Give a little pat on the backside, and then they go their separate ways. And they go, they're like, what a racket, huh? <laughs> True story. I wanna, I wanna start a religion where if you're a woman on the plane, you have to sit next to an Orthodox Jew. <laughs> and then let's see what happens. I, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a, you know, there's the thing of what you already screamed about. We'll start your own airline, but it's like, what is that? A mandate? We, we all gotta be like fucking. They have sleep. one. It's called El Al. Uh, Get on fucking El Al. Is that yeah? I, the, the, so okay. So wait, what's El Al? I think the it's panel. Is, Israel's. Uh, I mean, Israel being a secular. Uh, country, um, it's their their airline, their national oh, airline. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. And what are the what? Is, okay. So if that, if, or, this is a hugely important question. That no, that that what did they do on that airline? They must be no strangers to this concept. So they must have a speedy way of dealing with it. Uh, and what I, is that? I don't know. I I've never been on that flight, nor would I ever. I know. I know I, I, it was a oh, retor- really? it was more of a rhetorical question. I'm saying like this is the I question that needs to be asked. Like, well, okay, what is the what do the experts do that are in charge of both ex- expedient aviation and uh, Here, you know, not offending? Uh, here's the core of what bothers me about this situation: is they have the ability because they buy their uh, tickets in blocks and they travel together in groups they have the ability to buy seats around them or make sure that they're all sitting next to each other and not delay the flight but they they truly don't care and part of the reason they don't care is because they are led to believe that they are pure and they are better than everyone on that plane who's not an orthodox Jew they're better God views them as better people. Those other people are not worthy. And that's and so they don't even care. That's part of the 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 mindset that bothers me. You perce- you you like you think like they're 
they know in advance. They're like, well, we're going to get on the plane. There's going to be some chicks, and we're going to have to. Of course they do. We're going to yeah. hold everybody up. They? That's pretty insidious. I mean, it's like like like, like your religion they starts could ta- to. They could take a uh, a a simple action to. Uh, not to protect their own little corner of the world. I yeah, mean, if, and, if you, and also like, to be, Amish, to like be just... a decent human being with amongst other human beings in a, in a live and let live way, to be accommodating, to be polite, to have a, a, a you know civil discourse. They could they could do that should they want, but they don't. Yeah, I think I think and they that... don't care to. I think that there's something that, like, like I'll, I'll move off of this hot oven uh, uh, with, with this. I, I just think, like, I, you, this conversation confirms my thought. Like, I'm more prone to, I mean, Kumail was raised uh, 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 Muslim but is not practicing. Is that accurate? <laughs> Amazing. I like the idea of someone who's like so against yes. Orthodox Judaism, but must have come on. No, it is a it's a razor thin wire. This guy walks yeah. theologically. <laughs> there actually is a razor thin wire in Islam where that's how you get to heaven. Is like you have to cross a razor thin wire, and if you fall down, you go to hell. That's actually true. That's actually that's so weird because well, that's that makes sense scientifically. <laughs> that I get. That I understand. <laughs> Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, you, you guys, I think, like, yeah, you're, you're, I'm not going to get any argument out of you when I say something that so, part, some valve in my body makes me go, like, well, don't say it all the way, because to some degree, I feel like I'm speaking on behalf of a lot of people that I don't like when I say this, a lot of organizations, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of the world around us that I don't like when I say, yeah, um, get over your boogeyman to the extent that it's going to affect other people. You just gotta. There has to be like this global recognition that you know if you're Amish, you you can be as Amish as you want on your Amish farm. And unfortunately, it's like still you're being marginalized and you're being disempowered. But we gotta move on with this fucking planet. We gotta get off it before it dies. We do that with lasers. La- you say you say lasers are are are, are bad luck. Uh, we don't believe you. Um, we I gotta get to work. Um, I'm a woman. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna grow a dick. I, I gotta invent a laser in Israel. Um, so, so I, I think that it's like we we have made that choice. We've done, but we have. We also like feel very queasy about saying it because well, we. I don't. <laughs> and that's. I, really I think that's admirable. I do because it actually is like it's easier to do what I'm doing, which is be Alan Alda, like like like, like kind of. I, 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 pre- I appreciate the the. Uh, the like let's let's uh you know be civil about this let's listen to all sides let's let's think about this but uh i didn't have this early on uh and now at 50 i really don't have it and i i live in uh uh an area upstate in new york and um it's one of the poorest uh it's near one of the poorest uh uh counties and it's the poorest county because uh, there's a place called I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly Curious Joel and it's um, it's where uh, uh, t- uh, tens of thousands of Orthodox have come in and they're um, and they breed like fucking like Catholic rabbits and um, <laughs> and uh, 
you know, they're they're sapping the public services uh, and and the the monies that are and and they're they're like you know nine to a room in these in public housing and uh, and they have their own uh, they have their they won't let like police on. You know, I mean, it's crazy. Uh, and I wish I had more uh, solid anecdotal stuff, but they're uh, um, they're really rude. Um, like if you ever have an interaction with them, they're really rude and they will not uh, acknowledge you. And if uh, you know. God forbid you're a woman and you're you hold the do- door open for them, you know, like in a market or something. They just won't even right. acknowledge you. And that's the big deal breaker. It's like half the population is women. Women's rights is like th- that's the that's what the they kind do. Of their fun. own women is criminal. Right. That shit is criminal. And that's the that's that's I think going to be finally the the interesting thing about it is that women who who we we freed slaves and let them vote before we before we finally somehow begrudgingly found it in ourselves to say that women could. Well, that I get. If you've watched any of the Real Housewives shows, uh, that's, I mean, there's, right. there's a point that it's valid. Like, um, and a lot of the slaves had dicks, which is where the voting power comes from. So, but it'll be amazing the fact that women are actually like kind of like this weird shield slash weapon that is the final like decision maker in the battle that's very difficult to have between, um, look. Uh, there's eight billion of us now. Are we gonna are we gonna keep entertaining this notion that every single fucking conception gets to have its own barbed wire fence around it, protected by every goddamn thing? Uh, if if you believe in this society that that if somebody's hitting their wife and, and no matter where they're living that you're that they're supposed to stop hitting their wife, then we then we all agree that we have to like. Then there's certain freedoms that we have been protecting that may have to kind of erode. Yeah, under but, that, the... but the problem is the the uh, the people you're talking about, you're talking to the people that. that uh, uh, I mean, I, I don't probably not a lot of people in this room are listening to this podcast, but most people in America and most people in other countries are religious, and they have a different they have a different but equally kind of crazy notion. And so, if they if anybody points to what is uh, uh, markedly uh, near criminal behavior from uh, certain Orthodox Jews and, and sex, then the finger is going to be pointed to them, and then it's a slippery slope. It dominoes down, right. and uh, and then. Do you think they're thinking that far ahead? Those people aren't those people the the ones you can really count on? If I go to Billy Graham's audience and go, "Hey, who wants to make laws against praying to a different god than yours?" Don't you think they'd sign up immediately? And then I could go, "Gotcha." <laughs> uh, um, I don't know if they're th- are, are they like, "Whoa, stay your hand, Jebediah." I it's the classic I, trap. <laughs> I think they're. Oh, I we think love it, Islam. Yeah, come on. I, that was a lot of stereotypes I made in a poll. Like. <laughs> No, I I think that uh, uh, you know there there is there's the the if you said hey I've got this magic piece of paper if you sign this then this thing will happen then people will sign it right. happily but it just doesn't work that way and uh, I think you know um, I mean let's let's uh, yeah let's go back to Islam which is obviously the much more uh, um, be very careful. <laughs> uh, it's it's the more uh, it's the uh, it's the king of beers. It's, it's the it's the flashpoint. You know, it's the it's the easy one. It's the easy one to uh, to uh, uh, make fun of and and and, and use ask as questions an about. Like 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 yeah, look at examine the line between what we perceive as women's rights, human rights uh, across the planet, and and and. 
like freedom of religion. Yes, yeah, but, it makes yeah, the but easy I, I'm, surf. I'll, I'm happy to say I have I have zero power, but I'm happy to say it's all wrong. It's all bullshit. It all should be. I mean, certain behaviors should be outlawed as as. Uh, you know, in I think a if it affects other people, society. yeah, absolutely. It, we, should, well, we got. I mean, someone has to like stand up and say, "We are a human planet now." The the the, the you know, like like when Jesus said, "Render unto Caesar what is Caesar's." Like like you know, because they were trying to get him in like gotcha scenarios where they're like, "Well, are you going to pay taxes, bro?" Because if you are, isn't that kind of like praying to Caesar? And he, and he's like, I, "I if I'm interpreting this passage right, he's like, don't try to catch me in that shit. You can be uh, you can be a really holy person in your living room and like pay your taxes. Go ahead. Like revolution is not going to happen because you like ran up the court steps and spit in someone's eye necessarily. I'm not telling you not to do that either. But like <laughs> Caesar made the fucking money. Caesar loves the money. Give Caesar his fucking money." Like, like let's let's get back to talking about about this other shit. Um, the the like like that idea extended to a now like 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 we are. Uh, I mean, atheism wins. Like there is a like like the, the, the like you you look into space and you. Um, you, 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 it, it, we need to continue to have a relationship with the fact that we're psycho monkeys that don't know what we're doing. Right, but I, I want to I go back to something you said before I was even brought up here, and you were talking about uh, gay rights, and you were talking about uh, uh, why would uh, straight uh, homophobic men not uh, allow gay marriage? And, and uh, I mean, and if... Uh, by proxy, just tolerate uh, homosexuals in society, and I think the answer—I uh, don't know. This isn't—I've got no scientific basis in this, but those are people with some form of religious uh, training. Right. right, that's what I was saying. Exactly. Athe- I don't think uh, I, I don't wear my atheism <laughs> on my sleeve if I do a show like this, which I don't do that often. Uh, I'll, I'm happy to mention it. If you get me uh, in a in a bar or a pub, and we've got a couple pints, I'll fucking scream to the rafters. <laughs> but I don't. I don't belong to an atheist society. I don't, I'm not a spokesman. I firmly, uh, vehemently believe in my belief. Um, uh, that's there's no belief, dude. <laughs> you just fucked yourself uh, with your words. Um, but I imagine, I imagine an Orthodox Jew saying that to you in that voice. Yeah, he just converted. Yeah, and uh, but he's in it to win it. But no, a, uh, one of the things that makes me proud to be an atheist is I, oddly enough, to because those people can't understand it, is I am tolerant. I'm not tolerant of people who aren't intolerant, right. but I am. But I don't know of any atheists who go, "Man, fucking fags really weird me out." I don't. I don't. I think. Right. Uh, I think gays should be shouldn't be allowed to marry. I think. Uh, I think it's wrong. I think it goes against everything that's natural. It's like, well, who taught you that? Who told you that? Me. <laughs> you, you just don't. <laughs> Atheists don't do that. That's a really, really. I, I'm sure that point's been 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 pounded at me a lot, but it, it just sunk in. Like that is a huge, just very anecdotal but powerful example in favor of atheism's like like evangelism. Which they, my, my pet peeve is is evangelical atheists, zealots who they don't. I don't ju- like them either. They're I'm, not, they're not just defending me off, women you know. from being abused under 
the guise of religion, they're bothering to say. And that's why if you're in Kmart and you think that if you genuflect, you might get a better lottery pick, you're an asshole and should die. It's kind of like, you don't need to. Let's, right. let's clean, well, up yeah, the, yeah. clean up the living room one well, potted plant at a time. I mean, I mean, I agree with a lot of what you guys are saying, but also like, there's a lot of people who are very religious who are doing the right kinds of things and that they're not infringing on other people's rights and it's whatever Absolutely. whatever you believe that gets you through the day if you think it's a you know rubbing a stone in your armpit will stop it from <laughs> sweating and not give you alzheimer's or that there's a god that's watching out for you well, so, so much human not, hu, hu, beautiful human mythology ar ar arriving sure. out of the uh, core need for it which is that when you become a conscious mammal before you have a microscope to tell you anything and by the way what you find in the microscope ain't that heartening um, but before you even have that it is a fucked up thing to realize as a mammal that you are alive and that you're going to die. Right. And, and six million years before, well, okay, that's going back a little far. Uh, <laughs> three million years before you get to be somewhat comforted by the fact that milk can be pasteurized, like you're, you're alone in a dark world that basically on the fundamental level still to this day fucks you up in the same way, which is like, uh, I'm like, well, I, I, I start to love my, my wife. Like I, I was holding her hand in couples therapy and, and the therapist was asking me what I think about when I hold her hand and I burst into tears and said, I think about the fact that one of us is going to die. <laughs> I, and that's, that's existence. And that is something that we use mythology with which to, right, to, to, to cope with. Well, this is what we were talking about earlier today, right? You and I, we, we were like, Nothing really means anything. If you look at how insignificant we are in the universe, nothing we do means anything. We lie to ourselves, we tell us that we do podcasts and that's important and we make <laughs> movies and TV shows and we, that's how we get through the day and that's the lies we tell ourselves and then some people tell different lies. As long as they don't infringe on my lies, that's fine. And the cancer is, the cancer it comes in when, it's a, when you say, you're not allowed to say lies. Right. You can't say that. What do you mean it's a lie? That's that's where the problem starts. As Joseph Campbell said, like when religion loses its its transparency, when it becomes opaque, when you start looking at a stained glass window like it's like a thing that has a use, instead of just looking at it like this is a neat way to frame something we don't understand and couldn't otherwise see unless it was decorated with this fun, fucking flimsy, transparent shit. Like like it's in this dance we do. Like when we when we start when we're when we're shooting people because we have because our religion has rules, that should be your first indication, in my opinion, that that is not a religion. You are not practicing a religion. You are practicing something much more real than religion. Religion's bottle says there should not be bullets involved because that's politics. Politics bottle says buy bullets. It comes with bu bullets I, I, in the bottle. I think you're wrong. I, I, I wish that was true, but I think religion is bullets. Uh, I think religion has become bullets. And uh, But maybe and we could both be, agree that politics is the one that exploits that aspect of religion and keeps it going, whereas religion could be your lucky rabbit power. Or power, maybe. Uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but, but religion is a, 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 and certainly can be, uh, a violent, you know... What are you uh, talking about? Give me one example. <laughs> <laughs> Of religion ever <laughs> causing any violence. Uh, all right. Well, uh, let's. I want to say, let's uh, let's let's soften up this hard penis-like conversation about open-mindedness <laughs> and the importance of, of our policy regarding religion with the soft, acquiescent, intuitive influence of my wife's vagina. Please welcome Aaron McGathy.
Can you feel it? Oh, yeah. The vibrations of my vagina? <laughs> any, any thoughts, sweetie? You, you've been listening. <laughs> um, uh, I, uh, I love it. <laughs> I feel like you haven't been listening. <laughs> I mean, just the thing when he said the, and uh -huh. you just, ah, oh, so good. <laughs> I remember when I was first dating Aaron, you brought, we went back to my place and you, you insisted on playing a 10 minute, like David Cross uh, bit about <laughs> gold foil being used on desserts. <laughs> and we just sat and listened to it. Like we were like, like, like we were listening to the Grateful Dead or something. And I think it was like a little test, right? Like if I had gone, oh, I don't know, gold foil is pretty cool in desserts. Like you would have, <laughs> you would have, you would have dumped well, I, me. Uh, my my dad is a is a Baptist minister, and uh, when I was in college, I cleaned houses, and the thing that I listened to over and over again was "Shut Up, You Fucking Baby," your 2002 album, which I wasn't gonna mention. I was gonna be real cool and not say that I was a big fan. Um, but I I feel I feel very empowered by David Cross's atheism. And not, um, not like challenge, challenged by it. I mean, in 2002, I was 18 years old, 17 years old. I feel like an idiot, but I've never connected those dots. There is, there, there are very, that, that like, <laughs> like, eight, like eleven, eleven, eleven. Like eleven. atheism has has a, has a harder work to do to connect to things like misogyny well, well, the, and homophobia. That's like, the hard thing. Is like religion, you have to buy into all this crazy shit. All right, what do I get in return? You get to go to heaven, and it's rivers of milk, and all the babes you can fuck, and it's, that's the promise of religion, right? Atheism is like, this is all there is, but we can have fun, and it'll make sense, and then you die, and everything goes away. <laughs> I feel very empowered by, like, I, I wouldn't consider myself an atheist, but I feel very empowered by uh, humanism and, like, the, the way that you talk about atheism in that way, the way that you approach it, it doesn't feel hateful. Tonight. Well, that's good. I, uh, I, I certainly, <laughs> but I also I've certainly been accused of the opposite. I always um, feel like the most attractive thing about atheism is the fact is the same reason why I don't bother quite to uh, to go all the way over to it, which is that it's the edge of the pool. It is it is the real thing that is there to hold you up and keep you from drowning. And in the meantime, I'm like, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to dog <laughs> paddle. I like the holidays, <laughs> uh, but uh, it's <laughs> it's. Uh, uh, People who try to convince you to be atheists are wrong. You either are or you aren't, and, and you should be left alone to do, uh, and everybody should be left alone as long as you don't uh, impinge on their their day-to-day, week-to-week, year-to-year life, uh, or your children. And um, I, I, that's why, I, I, like you were saying, I, I really can't stand those uh, proselytizing atheists. Yeah. And well, uh, it's annoying, it's off-putting, and you just, you are or you aren't. You, it, you don't, it's not like a big struggle, and if it is, God bless you on your oh, ironic uh, on your uh, on your journey. But you you the, the 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 I guess the credo of the atheist should just be simply to yourself. Uh, I don't need a book to tell me the right way to treat people. Yeah. But what happens to your skin, like when you say you're atheist, like to the world, like what what happens? Well, I'm dark skin. I'm Jew, so. <laughs> Yeah. Like I used to be white, then I became super atheist. And, <laughs> and then this happened. I will say, I mean, I won't say that I'm atheist or not, because <laughs> uh, people would have a weird reaction to it, and I want to be careful, but for me, if you 
if you do a thought experiment and you're like, there's no religion, there's no, it's atheism, and then you look at the world from a purely atheist perspective, that is the world that makes the most sense to me. Like just scientifically from the things we understand and know, that's the version that seems to make the most sense. Except that the human eye is so complicated. Kidding. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> Right. You're saying that a windstorm could come through uh, an, an airplane, what is the thing? Or Airport? Uh, no, it's a, oh, what's the, the anti-atheist thing? It's a, it's a yeah, that, that uh, yeah, there's like a, a scattered graveyard of airport parts uh, in this story. And, oh, God. And then oh. the idea that the I wind hate, would oh. come and then it would just magically create this. Well, they're air. using, well, they but use the, logic to try to prove well, their the religion. Is, and they go like, well, how come when logic. I open peanut butter, there's no ants in it? <laughs> right. What? Who told you yeah. that would. Well, the plane thing doesn't make sense because it's evolution. So there were millions of right. other planes that didn't get made and they're just no, like you, a I mean, you, wing on a seat. You, you can know? tell us that. We want you to know you don't have to. Like, I'm like marveling at the like, those guys are like, look, doesn't it seem like the banana was meant to fit in a hand? <laughs> Atheist worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah. They have videos like that. And there's a yeah. guy that like takes you through the banana. The <laughs> added irony, by the way, forget the fact that monkeys came after bananas. Um, but um, just the added irony that the banana he's holding is the result of a post-human genetic yeah. like uh, yeah. experiment. Like, there's no banana that ever looked like that before we invented fucking right. DNA manipulation. He's like, look, it's a whole fruit that's a handle. That means there's a god. And, uh, and, and, the, and, the, and the extra irony is he keeps demonstrating how to eat the banana and how natural it is. So he just like it looks so. I'm sure it's his nightmare how gay he looks. He's got this spray on tan and he's like, I need you to go like this. Isn't this great? Isn't this great? And, then, and the, the guy next to him's like, yeah, that's great. Ah, those atheists are, are really crying right Anything now. Anything shaped like this is God's answer. Put it in your mouth. Now, Put it in your what, mouth. And there's like, I, my favorite thing is when people get upset that when they get insulted at the notion that of evolution where they're like they're trying to um, say that we came from monkeys I didn't we didn't come they're not saying like your dad <laughs> fucked a monkey. a monkey we're like yeah why, how come if you stay at the zoo long enough you don't see a person all of a sudden going let me out of here yeah why yeah. doesn't that ever happen? There was We've like, had zoos for 700 years. I, you know, I, seriously, watch Planet of the Apes backwards. That'll explain everything. There was this, I read that this school had this creation science fair, and the person who came in the first place put, like, glass jar, put sand and rocks inside it, and sealed it. And a couple weeks later, nothing had evolved, so evolution disproved. But I thought it'd be so awesome if they pull it out, and there's, like, a little giraffe in there. Fuck. Well, the, cra the crazy thing is that the scientific version of what we're talking about almost disturbing. Like Oprah's hypothesis was like, 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 like didn't didn't Oprah like take a, a a tank full of like primordial kind of like like uh, shit that would exist in the in the beginning when and, and like char like put electric currents through it to simulate like lightning and 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 simulated like. The, the real jar of peanut butter that would have a giraffe in it and the the actual scientific giraffe did like come out of nowhere. Wait, is this the guy from the 20s though? Uh, the, the, yeah, I think. Uh, wait, who's discredited though? Did oh, they? Because uh, they couldn't find, um, he lost all his, uh, uh, or a place caught on fire 
uh, one of his labs or something. That and was then, the frog guy. I think I know you're. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, of. I wonder that's if that's the same guy. I really Boy, thought you said Oprah's hypothesis. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome there to my new science podcast. We should look this up later. <laughs> <laughs> If you're joining us, you're on a device that gives you more information than we have. Well, we're just going to talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, I thought, yeah, I remember learning in high school, Oprah's hypothesis is locked in my head is like, holy shit, there's a certain kind of like amount of shit. It wasn't like, it wasn't like a giraffe. It, was, it wasn't even a cell or even a strand of RNA, but it was like an amino acid or a protein or something like spontaneously assembled oh, itself. So it was like non-living to living is basically what you're saying? Is that uh, what it is? No, not non-living to living, but non-living to uh, a building, building block of, right. of future living kind of stuff. Sure, sure, the, sure. Uh, but, 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 but as David says, you should probably check in if, you, if the last science fact you know is from high school and you're 42 years old. That should probably... <laughs> it's a lot. There's, there's different number of planets in my solar system since when I went to high school. Um, uh, so, uh, David, I know you did you, you, you graciously got off a plane and came over here, so we don't want to keep you. But uh, is there any? Are, are there any? Uh, I don't know. Like while you have the attention of hundreds and hundreds of, of people that love you, uh, anything else you need to plug or uh, or say? Plant in their heads. I would not debase myself <laughs> after this heady intellectual discussion. <laughs> I thought it was really nice. You know, I, 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 hope you, I hope you had a good enough time that you'd like to come back at some point. Yeah, I think absolutely. People, yeah. people here yeah. are really yeah. into you. Yeah. All right. David Cross, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Dan. Uh, I, I sat right next to him like a weirdo. I miss him. Remember when David was here? Yeah, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Are you are you taking a dig at me? No. Oh. Wait, how am I taking a dig at you? Cause you cause he stepped off the stage and you immediately started missing him and I'm the only one left. I No. Uh, not a dig. Right. Now now suddenly people understood. Now they think it's a dig. It was never a dig. No, no, what they started understanding is how fucked up I am. Yes. They they went, Whoa, that's a pretzel brain. I always think there's a video with that banana thing that's yes, amazing. It's amazing. I always, whenever people are like, well, this is proof of a benevolent God, I'm always like, yeah, but there's also fucking tigers around, you know? <laughs> Those people fascinate me the most because it's like, well, they're, they're, they, have the, they have the easiest uh, move in the magic deck, which is faith. I don't care. And they don't use it. They choose the logic path to be a Christian. And what are you doing? Why are you playing basketball in skis? Yeah. My, 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 dad, my dad, who's a, who I said earlier is a Baptist minister, after sermons sometimes I would see people come up to him the same way that someone would come up to... Um, come on, Aaron, who's one person who was in Star Trek? Um, um, God damn it, Aaron, who is one actor? Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Cradle robber. Yeah. Wait, why didn't you want to say a Star Trek person? Because because, because it's analogous to people who come up to uh, actors in, in Star Trek and say like, hey, like I was just thinking about it and, and this could actually happen because I, I did the math and you guys got to this planet at this certain speed. And, and the same way to my dad after sermons, a guy would be like, yeah, I, I took all the bees out of Genesis, and I added them together, and that number is the same number of days that Noah had, Noah had lunch 
with Sarah, and uh, so like this stuff is totally real. And uh, and my dad would be like, all right. Well, yeah, you can find patterns wherever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's what I love about your dad. I know if I told like one of the when I was like, okay, this is my father-in-law. I'm gonna. I just have. I I just have to marry his daughter still. Uh, (laughs) When you when you told me about how he's a he's a Navy chaplain, but like one of his uh, Navy crewmen seamen. Yes. Crewman semen? <laughs> I don't want to call someone a semen unless I absolutely know that I'm supposed to. Um, they call them the jizz boys. <laughs> one of his jizz boys. <laughs> one of uh, his jizz boys. That's what my dad said. Is that one of one of the He's guys? The one of the guys within his flock was a Scientologist, and so he had a stat. He went out and bought Scientology books. He's a he's a Baptist. Uh, a preacher. He he's he's fine with gay marriage. He he has to go up against his own congregation sometimes, and the powers that be above him. But in addition to that, he's like he's he knows that his role is to like like these are these are soldiers, and they're in a time of crisis, no matter what. And like like my job is to like you know be there for any kind of like emergency I need spiritually and like he read Scientology books so that in a pinch if somebody the, the, his, the one Scientologist aboard got his pinky stuck in a in a cannon door yeah. he'd be like oh Mixoplex please help me <laughs> and, and your dad would be like I know what he means Mixoplex dookies do yeah my dad also carries a wand <laughs> Uh, some of you Scientologists in the audience may have been offended by my <laughs> depiction of your religion. Uh, I, I, the, 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 okay, so well, yeah. I mean, we're 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 on a we're on a bullet train here. We gotta Should we uh, bring out. Uh, yeah, we gotta we gotta bring out the boys. Uh, let's bring out the boys. Let's bring out the jizz boys. <laughs> <laughs> the jizz boys. Let's. We gotta bring out uh, game master Spencer Crittenden. And uh, he was with us last time when we were creating our characters, and he's still here. I'm assuming he's coming up. Demorge Brown. Downtown Demorge Brown, we call him. Because there's another Demorge Brown who uh, does like comedy sketches and stuff. So downtown Demorge Brown is the uh, VJ version. Doing references from 1982. (laughs) You will get them if you go home and ask your parents for the VCR in their floorboards. When I was a kid, (laughs) there was a a kid named Wesley Brown who was bigger than I was and had a bald head and glasses and he used to say downtown Demorge Brown every time I came in the room that sounds, sounds like an oracle sure people knew that there was a difference you liked that though right like that sounds nice he did that to everybody he was like a like a basketball announcer sort of uh, but he didn't well okay alright yeah I guess that 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 that, that uh, I be, belies the illusion wasn't downtown Julia Brown missing for a while I, but they found her in the uh Least likely of places. <laughs> yeah, uptown. <laughs> <laughs> it's the story everyone's talking about. <laughs> a celebrity disappearance with a nomenclatural twist. <laughs> um, yes, downtown Julie Brown. Um, I wonder how that works. Remember Julie? Does anyone in this room remember Julie Brown, the non-downtown Julie yeah. Brown? Yeah, she just did a comedy show in Los Feliz a couple of weeks ago. I always liked in her In the character a lot. of Julie Brown, 
which we, I was very confused by because I thought that was her. But she said, I'm doing a show in the character of Julie Brown. Didn't she like write Earth Girls Are Easy or was she just in it? I don't know. She was, she was very creatively active uh, back before there was an internet to be like kind of fringy but also funny. Uh, she, was, she was a hero to some people. Uh, should have her on the show. Talk to her about 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 uh, looking at Jeff Goldblum's like. Do you ever see? Do you ever see Earth Girls Are Easy? Yeah, I've seen the cover of the tape. I watched it last Christmas. <laughs> All right, so was Whoopi Goldberg in it? Because she's the only. I know. Someone just said no. Thank you. But is can you follow me around in my life so I can pick up a shoe and I'd be like lunch? And you'd be like, no, that's not lunch, Aaron. Damon Wayans is in it, though, right? Isn't Damon Wayans? In yes, it? yes. Damon Wayans, Jim Carrey, and Jeff Goldblum and are three aliens that come. That are like like hairy, furry alien people that descend on the valley. And oh my God, the, the the only Earthlings that they meet are like these valley girls, which was like a thing. And then they shave them, and they're like, oh my God, you're totally hot underneath all that Why, fur. Where, what do they shave on them? Their they bodies. Have fur. They have like would, red and yellow. Oh, I thought you meant they shave the girls. No, no, no. Oh God, no. The girls don't have fur all over. Them, the the right. aliens do, and they shave them, and they look like. I mean, Jim the girls Carrey do have fur all over them, but they've been conditioned by society to take care of that before it becomes the aliens' problem. <laughs> when they're fat, like Jim Carrey's green, they're different colors. Yeah, they're like different little tel- Teletubbies, almost like with, with these lithe bodies. It's a it's a it's a it's a interesting movie in a world where, uh, yeah, like, uh, yeah, I don't know, kids should watch it. Zardoz, Hudson Hawk. Uh, <laughs> watch, watch, watch movies that kind of, you know, went off. Is the it? T- I, is the title ironic? Are Earth Girls not actually easy? I don't know. They were in that movie. They were easy. Huh. I think the, I think the title obviously just bridges at the time an ironic coupling, which is sci-fi with sexual. Sounds like a movie that was written after somebody said we should have a movie called Earth Girls Are Easy. I think it might have been based on a Julie Brown novelty song, frankly. I don't know if she made that because she was, yeah. Look it up. Google it. Again, thank you. Thank you for coming to Pop Culture. <laughs> we'll look it up later. Spencer is here. Yeah, hey guys. There yeah. he Thanks, audience. I needed that. So I got a weird anecdote I got to share. Okay, so I hang out with my friend Matt Landsman. Um, he's a friend of mine, and I've I've had the convention of when I enter the room, I have a wireless jam box speaker. When I when I enter the room, I I play I play the John Cena theme song right as I open the door. I, I hope you guys know the theme song. Anyway, the the other night I was at my friend Matt's house, and his roommate was just coming home, and. Um, and I didn't have the song quite queued up, and we all realized what had to happen. I had to get the song queued up before he got in the house. And no one knew how that was going to happen. So I was like, lock the door. And my friend runs and does the chain, you know, the chain where you, yeah, locks the door like that. And I'm queuing up the song. I got it. It starts playing. You know, it takes about six seconds to really kick in. And, like, as, right as the guy's going up, part like the the roommate literally kicks de- in the door <laughs> and enters the room right as John Cena is like bam, 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 bam. it was amazing and horrifying that's the culmination of that whole 
You can never play that song. Now. I know it's it's ruined now. Yeah, you have to destroy property to play the song. That that story requires familiarity with that song for sure. Yeah, I no. wish I kind of wanted to walk otherwise on. Otherwise, it's just a story that your friend came home and kicked in the door. Yeah, you need to know the song, but I feel confident that most everyone has heard that song before. So. Well, Very I, confident. I don't know the song, but I really got the story. I was there with you. Well, yeah, I was. You got to listen to the song, man. John Cena theme song on Google. Third video result down. <laughs> I know how to get it. If I pop, if I type J O into uh, into Google, it it's says John Cena there. theme song. Yeah. Right. They're like, we know I think you. that's just you, Spencer. Oh no, I know. It's that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. I do that so often. It's it's two letters for me. I have to I, I have to tell this story now because it just I'll never I'll never remember it and I just remembered it. The I, I I had a girl over to my apartment like like when I back in my horrible flawed bachelor days. Very small two bedroom apartment in Las Feliz, and uh, for some reason we were you know we had been on a like a couple dates and I, I guess this is uh, you're gonna find out that I'm a bad third date but we were gonna watch 2001 um, <laughs> and I whatever we ate or whatever was happening to me as I, this is a small apartment and like the bathroom is right next to the living room and the door is thin and it was like like there's just no I hadn't hadn't made those calculations it was like I like this girl. We're watching 2001. Oh, gurgle, gurgle. I got to go do something that I can tell already is going to have acoustic uh, <laughs> attributes yep. to it. So I go in the bathroom, and I swear to God, even though it seems like a really dumb sitcom pitch or, like, like not even because it was like, like – like I, but I, like I'm listening to her watching 2001 – because I didn't want to pause it because I didn't want silence while I did this. Yeah, so I'm listening to it. And, and you can't I'm, turn the volume up because then she knows. So my only choice is I'm waiting for the spake Zarathustra to crescendo. Yeah. That's my plan. <laughs> but, like, I, and I, I know it sounds fake. It sounds like I'm a Spalding Gray. And I'm like, 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 like I'm, it does I, not sound like you're Spalding Gray. <laughs> I, I mean, like a Spalding Gray, like, uh... No, I know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you... Guys, can you give us a minute? <laughs> baby, oh, baby, you're... No, right. you're Spalding Gray. No, gray. you're gonna die on the stage. Don't worry. Leave it alone. Fucking joke. Good. You know? Yeah. Spend my life being a joke. I gotta be a joke with you, too? I don't know. Anyways, we're back, and so... Later... <laughs> Mr. Recipe's going to come out and, uh, and show you a, a strudel that will... <laughs> Shit your pants off. Um, so I, 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 was, I, was on, I was on the toilet trying to, to like, wait for a, the, the, this calm, serene, epic investigation of the human condition to reach its point in the overture when the timpani drums covered my fucking... And it didn't... It worked the exact opposite... Because I was like prepping it, and then it, I framed it, and I swear what happened was just like drums going boom, boom, like 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 it was like the song was like I was doing it with the song, it was framed by it, and I and I and I just and then after after a point it was just like just get it out, stop it, because everything you're doing to try to you're Daffy Duck now, everything you do is like making you not Bugs Bunny, just flush it and just finish it, just get just 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 see how this goes, 
and and I just fly, and I came out and I and I went and I, I went I, I went like sorry about that. <laughs> and she was like 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 I was like, she was like about what? But like oh. like also like the look on her face was like kind of like now that I look back on it, I'm like she was saying about what as if to say don't talk about your shit. <laughs> After making me listen to it. Well, that's that's her, that's her problem. Well, I don't know. She was like, she was like about what? And then I was like, and then I was like, well, about the noisy shit I took. And I kind of and she's like, I didn't hear it. And so, and she, she's like, stop, stop. Third date, third date. Uh, all right, so word for word, Spalding Gray's final performance. I gotta look up Spalding Gray. <laughs> <laughs> I feel weird that also like <laughs> David I went, my whole thing was in fealty to David I wanted to like let him go because I didn't want to hold him up but he went he went backstage and he's watching the show and now yeah. I feel like <laughs> bring him back out <laughs> bring him back out uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Oh, that's wow. All right, we'll understand if you leave very quickly after your encore. Were you letting me go just... Because, well, I have this awkward thing where I'm not a self-loathing nerd, but I've had enough guests where toward the end of the show I've had to explain to them, we're about to do something you might not understand. Because oh, well. around this hour, we, we go into a role-playing game, and we're starting a new one tonight, and uh, I, don't, I never know, first of all, what, how prepared Spencer is to throw uh, new random people into something, and I also never know how the people feel about it, and so I... Well, we're not doing the adventure today, right? We're just introducing the character. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I thought that we There's told the audience we'd play, um, so I, there's... I, no one knows Shadowrun. There's this thing in Shadowrun that's like a quick start rules guide that comes oh, sh- with... Shadowrun? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, guys, the guys right here. Dan? Oh, oh, oh okay. Dan, your instinct was correct. <laughs> David, have you ever played any role-playing games? Um, like that kind of thing? No. <laughs> but like, it's, it's kind of like if Lord of the Rings was a, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, but have you ever heard the word Shadowrun before? <laughs> no. Shadowrun. <laughs> it, was a, it was a late '70s song by uh, Billy Joe and the Fish. <laughs> And baby, you make my shadow run. Can you go on and explain yeah. what that would mean? Like, you, if someone was to make your shadow run, it, it's your it's your spirit, your soul, your uh, your the idea of who and what you are, what you stand for, what you believe. Mm. Um, but you, but you, it's inside you. But then you're going to the forest for this whole other reason. There's a whole backstory. And you're you're going to the edge of the forest, and then uh, you get scared, but not it's a it's a switch um, because you ate a, a, a funny cake, and you're so your bo- the body would normally be scared, but your essence would not be scared and would stand up right, right, and right. fight. But in this switcheroo, uh, uh, because the uh, the 
the warlock of Glenbor falls, and you've already gone through the uh, Valley of Tears. So you go. So now you're at the forest, and that. Can, he, so your essence gets scared, and then it runs through. Um, and shadow is just a shortcut term for for everything. Yeah. I thought it was like you 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 make me want to be a better person. You make the dark parts of me flee. I mean, you know, it's interesting. I, I had your explanation to think about mine. <laughs> I, th- I thought it meant that, like, in a relationship, you lose yourself, so you make your shadow run. You don't see yourself anymore. You just, like, uh, you're absorbed. Oh, you lose the self in a way that's, that's selfless. Wow, this... Wait, what do you mean? Wait, wait I didn't get that. Shadow run! <laughs> Well, you see your shadow. You see, you see yourself. You see a reflection of yourself. Right. You make my shadow run. I like what you are so much, and I am at such a deficit as a person that you make my shadow run. I'm just you now. I am going to be absorbed. Oh, I thought it's a more you. positive thing in that you're not, you're not obsessed with yourself in the way you were before. Now there's someone else that you care for. And so you're not just self-reflexive all the right. time. You're okay. A... No, wait a second. That's I... a better way to look at it. <laughs> I thought, I mean, obviously we've been joking around. But <laughs> I thought it's, it's from, uh, from 12 o'clock in the afternoon till just about 5 o'clock during the spring and fall. And then, uh, but time, it, it, time goes quicker. So your shadow actually elongates oh. and goes oh. away. Oh. Goes, oh, ta- yeah, time it, goes by like it's a like time with goes. You, you make right. my shadow run. It yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's beautiful. Exactly. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, just, I just saw an older guy who looked a lot like my dad and wore blue jeans and would walk along the roadside at like one o'clock in the morning, singing to himself. That one's wrong. That, song. that one's that's wrong. Right. That one's wrong. <laughs> the exception that Typical. proves the rule. Classic dad. <laughs> I know that the I think I think I think what this song has going for it is that sun rhymes with run and the sun makes a shadow go away. I, I like the sundial theory, which is what yeah. I'm calling David's. I the, think the sun makes oh, the shadow show up. I don't. No, no, no. No, because it at, at twelve it noon, light. at twelve noon, there's no shadow because the sun I is. I tried ready. to block myself it, from everything it, in okay. your sun, but in the end. Baby, you made my, my shadow. Like, like, like it, you, you, you move through the sky, and that's like, 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 oh, like, like, like you. No matter, no matter how hard I try, you move through the sky, and and make my darkness come undone. Dot dot. <laughs> you make my shadow. Baby, you make my shadow. From nine to five, I got a plier in my hand and a. What is that job? That's Dan? just blue collar flavor. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, a little, uh, a little fun, fun fact is uh, he <laughs> recorded that. He recorded that with over thirty. I think it was thirty-two different tools. So it could apply. <laughs> He could sell it. a different one. He could sell it to different. Like Huey Lewis's song when he's like Milwaukee, yeah. like, like yeah. yeah, the heart of rock and roll, Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> well, honey, that's our city. <laughs> I didn't even know we were fans of this guy. <laughs> How did he do that? Is he in our radio? Is he I legit. In our radio? <laughs> <laughs> I have that shadow wrongs run song stuck in my head now. For real. Time I block your light bulb when the day is done. (laughs) Baby, you make my shadow run. 
my shadow run. That's a duet from the TV movie. <laughs> but in the morning, the light comes again. All right, so... All right. Uh, <laughs> So you do know what Shadowrun is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to say that's going to make everything a lot easier now that we are all on the same page. <laughs> I, I was so hoping you were just stewing there. You were like, this is a serious thing and you're about to snap. That is not what Shadowrun is, guys. Somebody worked hard on this. <laughs> I mean, and not even in a joke, in all seriousness, I've encountered like seven of those kinds of Shadowrun enthusiasts already, and I'm, I'm getting kind of sick of that, so. People who are but, like too into it? Yeah, mean? I'm going to lean in that other direction. I mean, when you're talking about fairies and shit, you can't take yourself seriously. That's what the Irish do. <laughs> Look what it got them. <laughs> That brings the whole theme into it, both gay rights and uh, religious uh, transparency. Yeah. It's like, well, don't grow I'm not Archie Bunker. I'm just saying, like, 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 like yeah, if you take anything too seriously, uh, you lose, you lose your shadow. You making a, I thought <laughs> I thought when he, like, Irish fairies, you were trying to connect those two. Yeah. Like what if what if yeah what if the Irish believed in fairies so much that they that w when they when you flew Aer Lingus if an Irish guy got on the plane he was like I'm sorry I can't. <laughs> that person's got salt on their shoe <laughs> we wouldn't tolerate it from them Aer Lingus sounds really sexual it does yeah yeah <laughs> the joy of it. <laughs> But so, there's no fairies in Shadowrun world, right? It's like a cyberpunk No, thing. I mean, there's orcs and elves and shit. I don't think there's fairies necessarily. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> there are no but, fairies. Um, but it's like technology-based. Yeah. Yeah. I did read I that just, el if elves uh, contract the, one of those viruses, they could turn into a banshee, and I know that a banshee is a, uh, is a fairy. Yep. Oh, uh, man. Shit. Yeah, marveling. I, 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 will, I will take that sound at face value. You are marveling at me. As people don't laugh when Evil Knievel makes a landing. Like, I know that sound was... You were breathless. Shadowrun is like D&D &D if trolls had uh, pink mohawks and spray paint. And iPads. Yeah, spray and paint. IPads. The, the, the hallmark of technology. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yes. Uh, that, that's true, though. That's yeah, right. aliens are going to come and be like, these guys are... Oh, they have spray paint cannons. <laughs> Leave them alone. <laughs> Your paint ain't confined to just a can and a brush. It's in the air. <laughs> what? Air doesn't rhyme with shadow run. <laughs> it's not going to, no matter how long we wait. So what? What is uh, shadow? Everyone's familiar with it. Right? <laughs> no, I don't. Or I don't no, think anyone's familiar with it. It's a it's a role playing game in which like collectively we tell a story together, where these guys play as characters. I know that's your justification for playing it, but what is? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> that one cut a little deep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's you don't get ready to rumble. No, it's it's uh, but it's like uh, 
it's like uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, where there's a there's a it, it's a story, but the, the the context is different. But it's the same. Yeah. It's a different uh, world. It's yeah. not as sword and sorcery. It's more right. technology yeah. and magic from the future. But Dis- lasers and spray paint. Yeah, right. it's like but a dystopian te- Earth. So technology, like where, uh, and I'm not. I'm, Literally, I'm I'm not trying to be funny, but no, where, no. where the where you'd have a spell that would do a certain thing, now you have technology that does a certain thing. Well, it's actually both. So you got like you got your guys who cast magic, but then you also have guys who you know just have guns and robot parts that. Whoa! With magic. Wow! <laughs> David, 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 <laughs> you said you weren't. <laughs> too much. <laughs> And hacking. It's a yeah, lot to no, digest. I, I think he's got he's got a good grasp on it. It's it's, it's but I think I get it. I think I get it. It's it's, it's uh, if like uh, William Gibson's future uh, or Blade Runner, like if the in the midst of Blade Runner, then someone said, "Ah, oh, there's elves now." It's dystopian Hobbit. It's a mishmash. Yeah, no, that's a good way of putting it. It's just dysto. It's, it is just like Blade Runner, except David, also magic. Seems like seems like lazy writing to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's how you get around. Like, how are they going to be? Oh, they have magic, so they can do whatever the fuck they want. It's like the giant eagles and the Hobbit. Anyway, uh, we don't have to get into it. Are you are you a D and D guy? Uh, I or don't you, really know it. I just know yeah. it from playing right, right. here. I love like fantasy stuff, but do you like sci-fi stuff? Do you like like Blade Runner and shit like that? Uh, I like Blade Runner. Uh, I don't. I don't. Some science fiction stuff I, I do, but as a as a I'm not drawn to the genre like okay. other people are. You only uh, like the best examples of it, probably. J- just good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm fi- I'm fine with good. Yeah. <laughs> there just isn't a lot of good. <laughs> and since the first the first uh, edition of Shadowrun was introduced in 1987, is that right? And then, I think. Yeah. I, so it's I been around you. for a while, but they they're the, we're now in the fifth edition. Yeah, meanwhile, we can't get someone to take another pass at the Quran. We've got... (laughs) I should stop saying that. Before it becomes your catchphrase? Yeah. (laughs) It won't be it for very long. (laughs) I'll get hebdoed. What? I can say it. Yeah, he's right. He's right. He didn't make the rules. He's just riding him across the finish line. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, originally we were gonna present characters. Uh, you know, even even if you know that might take the whole time we have left. <laughs> but let's present the characters, right? Yes. Yeah. So I, I could pass these out. I'll do that. Make funnies. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh, do you do you guys uh, do you make the characters or are the characters are part of the game? We kind of like or, we it, consulted with him because it's a new game with a new milieu. So we talked last episode about the kinds of characters we'd like to play, and so there's been a sort of interplay between Spencer doing arguably probably the <laughs> hardest, most joyless work of like rolling our characters. Yeah, but the guys like that love that shit. I hate it. <laughs> I love it. I really. It took me about a combined sixteen hours for all of these. It was. It was not. Yeah, you got something to do. Great. All right. Um. That's true, though. I was actually at work, not doing anything during those sixteen. But you, hours. you love doing it. You get joy from it, right? Uh, Doesn't that work? I mean, there's is... joys ha- happens at some point in the equation. Sure, there's joy. 
Um, I mean, there was joy. Uh, so, David, what it is is so there'll be like different races you can choose from, like or. It's a or... pencil, Dan. <laughs> Or like wizards or hackers yeah. or whatever it is. So we all. Is this done? <laughs> yeah, I made I made you know folders for everyone. There's a lot of bullets in this game, so you really need to be marking your own inventory. And I would shit. say the thread that the pencil is attached to is really above and beyond. Yeah, that's because is you guys are gonna lose the them. I feel like I'm at a bank. I mean. No, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to lose these things. No, thank You're gonna, you. You'd take them home otherwise or something. I don't know. No, this is, I can't just buy so pencils every day. <laughs> That's great. So let's talk about these guys. Yeah, let's. <laughs> so I, can we start with my guy? Yeah, do or, you know about your guy? I actually sent you an email about him. I don't know if you read it. Oh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I read uh, mine. Yeah. Um, no, so assume I didn't read it. Okay, well, but I'll just I'll just pull up this email I sent you. <laughs> All right. What email address did you send it to? Do not say that. <laughs> um, yeah. It's uh, Quran reboot at aol.com. <laughs> All right, well, it's I'll your new gimmick. You're the Yakov Smirnov of... I'm really pushing for the rewrite of the Quran. <laughs> That's my stance. So uh, if, if, if you haven't read yours, let's not start with yours. Let's start with, like, okay. Dan or something. Dan or something? And then I could, I, could, I could do it. I could read it, but, you know, not the first one. Let Dan start off. If I have... Wait, you want me to... What, how, how, uh, tell, tell us about your character. Don't oh. read your sheet. It's about your background and stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I, I mean, and, well, I just want to ask this, because, yeah. like, my character, it feels like he's... Like, I don't know how much stuff, like, the, um, like, the other people should know, but... Uh-huh. Or do you think I should just let it all out? Yeah, I mean... Let it all out. They're skilled uh, yeah. professionals. I think if anything you say that's secret, they can pretend is secret. Okay, so my character uh, was born James Gundrum Third in Wisconsin in, tw in 2034. And... <laughs> And his dad was a prominent member of the anti-meta-human -hum hate group, uh, Humanitas, uh, uh, Humanitas, um... Humanus Populi, po I think. Po what was it? Poly Poly Poly? They're, they're like, they're like, like, kind of a Ku Klux Klan of, like, when, Whoa. like, like people started turning into, like, uh, elves and stuff. Like, there was, like, mm, a fun. human... Uh, but the uplifting thing is that black people could be in this group and like hate goblins. It was great. <laughs> it will is... always. It's just when you think you're gonna like achieve everything, it's like it's fine. It's a whole new way to hate people. So 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 my dad. My dad was like one of. He was like a founding member, kind of a thug, an arsonist, assassin within that group. Uh, and uh, I, uh, I, he taught me how to fight and how to be scrappy. But also, I was smart and I could talk. So they thought, let's send him to the academy to be a Lone Star officer. Lone Star is like sort of a police force that services a lot of the city states in the future. And like maybe he could like eventually be a politician or something, and he could make our horrible racist cause like uh, 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 you know Which, law. Put it into and, legislation. Yeah. And then I went to school and I fell in love with an elf girl. 
And uh, and then like I begged my dad to like reconsider his ways, but he couldn't. And as I was attempting to flee the state with her, she was killed under mysterious circumstances. And I blamed my father for it and signed on with the Lone Star uh, Security Services uh, under the condition that my dad would be among those put away when I infiltrated this horrible hate group. And so I did all that. And then because I needed my identity wiped because I betrayed everybody I knew at that job, then I just became this horrible, like, like they just, the government just used me and sent me to every city and, and made me change my name every time and taught me how to do that. And, uh, and I would just narc on and like shadow runners like in every city, and then I found out my dad didn't uh, actually kill my girlfriend. Like I think actually the cops did to make me available for that employment opportunity. Because you're such a good cop. Well, because they were like, boy, this guy's gonna be amazing if we yeah, just, just kill his girlfriend. Give him the right, <laughs> give him the right motivation. He's uh, his his family's so racist. He'll think oh, this is a fucking. This is not a 7-10 split. I don't know what the opposite of that is. <laughs> Remember, I'm from Wisconsin. Okay, so it's all bowling analogies. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. So then I was betrayed by the people that, that, that owned me, and like they used me to do shitty stuff. I was like a narc, and I believed in it, and now I don't believe in it. And so I, I had to escape with my life because they were going to kill me. And I used the most, the only identity I had that no one knew about, which was a generic identity uh, pulled from like a textbook in the academy. So my name is Jim Nightblade. Yeah. <laughs> a former cop trapped in the life of the crime he used to fight. That's a pitch. <laughs> Motherfucker, everything I do is a pitch. <laughs> What if this microphone had to hang out with a anti-phone? <laughs> okay, great, Aaron. <laughs> I don't know why I affected an urban dialect. Yeah, I don't know. Anti-phone. I found that email, Spencer. It might have gone into my spam, uh, but I have. <laughs> uh, but I have it, and I can read it. But you guys go first. Spencer, you came up with all the stuff, right? No, he came so. up with his. Uh, Aaron came up with her backstory, and then I came up with Demorge and Kumail's backstory because, uh, yeah. Nah, <laughs> not nerds. I'm, this is fascinating. I can't. It, I've never seen anything from this side where y you're telling the story and people are like, oh. <laughs> Like the thing where when you said uh, uh, he and I found out my dad didn't kill my girlfriend. Oh no! When you said that my dad killed my girlfriend, there were people here who were like, "Oh." <laughs> yeah, but you've seen that's just the power of like an audience's grace when they're like, "Oh, we trust you and know you." Like you, you, you listen. That was to, no, that was honest. That wasn't. There was nothing. Uh, when you listen uh, to Prairie Home Companion, you. like Garrison Keillor goes like, "And then the blueberry pie." <laughs> Um, and everyone Joe goes like, went ah! fishing for the first time in six months. It's, it's called Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I don't like my coffee this morning, Munich's going to go bad. Okay. The, the line Out to was your drawn. Ubers. <laughs> if we're not going to have a shit. <laughs> Out to your Ubers. Wow. Out to your Ubers. All right, so my, my character is, is named Mercy O'Donnell. And I'll, I'll just read uh, the, the short email that I sent Spencer earlier today. It's a historical hostage event. Well within my right to use that to illustrate. Sorry. I made a movie about it for kids. 
<laughs> yeah, Munich was for kids. <laughs> All right, this is uh, Mercy O'Donnell. Former publicist for Aries uh, Macro Technology and ex-wife of its CEO, Damian Knight, Mercy O'Donnell is a madam for mega corporations and the underground alike. Two years ago, Mercy left her husband after he beat their teenage son to death in an argument. <laughs> when she like fled, it. when she fled, Aries, uh, Aries Macrotechnology manipulated evidence at the scene, and the corporate court charged Mercy with a murder. As a madam, Mercy, Mercy, so she's on the run. As a madam, Mercy works uh, almost exclusively with magic users who may or may not procure payment without quote-unquote natural sexual services rendered. Regardless, her johns always leave happy. With a name that is always changing, she is known by her many contacts as the eyes. Because I have the best face ever is the thing that was established before. I'm looking at David And you're Cass. a hooker. <laughs> you're a prostitute? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I, I'm a madam, but I work mostly with magic users. So I work mostly with people who are What does able... madam mean? What is a madam? Like uh, a prostitute king? Oh, uh, yeah, like a prostitute king. Um, king of all the prostitutes, that's true. Like the, the first conversation between the worst representatives of an indigenous and an invading population. <laughs> that's, the, that's their tatanka. In a way. Uh, how, how do whores work? <laughs> Like, you need a king of whores? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm working. I'm working as a madam, but that's my that's my cover. But Camille, a madam is uh, somebody who's like an agent for prostitutes. It's like a it's lady like CAA. For oh, prostitutes. you're the CAA of prostitutes. <laughs> yeah. I thought CAA was the CAA of prostitutes. <laughs> You know in the movies when you run into a brothel and then there's like, uh, there's all of the uh, yes. sad, uh, broken-hearted uh, you know, carnival There's a woman souls. who's just turned 35. Yeah, She's then like, I'm the, the madam. The MILF who's eight years younger than me. But uh, that's, but, but I, I am more a madam as a cover. I don't know how much I should say about my character, but she's, a, she, she's fiercely anti-male and the way that that's Shocker. Well, why is, what? I mean, you're just saying that. That doesn't mean anything. Um, you can say shocker after almost anything. Try it tonight, kids, as you go home. It's a, it's a button. I just. I, yeah, I mean, let's go to she, Arby's. She watched, she watched her husband. She watched her husband, whom she loved when she when when, when they got married, kill her son, and but so she the, has like an imbalanced hatred. But the son is also male, so why? Why is she a male hater? Well, I mean, sometimes hatred doesn't make sense. Right. <laughs> um, she's afraid. She's afraid of men, and now she's she's wanting to protect women. But God, she has this face. <laughs> she's got a great face. She has a great face. Right. Um, but it's not for you. What do you mean? Why is it not for me? I don't know. I'm spiraling. It's not for me. Oh. If I can afford it, it's for me, right? Oh, no, the matter. No, doesn't. because I am the agent. Sorry, right. I am the agent. But, You're but, the agent. But the idea is that, uh, that she is making her money by, uh, by employing magic-using prostitutes who are convincing men that they're getting off and they're not really. 
Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Got it. But, but it, maybe it, not, but, na- but, ma- but, but not exclusively. Being, being convinced that you got off is identical to getting, getting off. off. Like, I, I wouldn't no, even have a complaint. Well, I'd be like, thank this you. is interesting. Um, it's different in that the girl doesn't have to put a orc dick in her mouth. Oh, like, that's great for her. I th- that's like that's like when the hotel says, we turn your lights off because the planet needs to be safe. Fine for you. Like, I, 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 like I'm saying, like as a male customer, if you told me, like, Listen, sorry if you're on No, the, exactly. I wouldn't demand yes. my money back. But like, no, I, I know. thought I got the best blowjob right. ever. Well, that's Yeah. That's a thing. Except except I think egos would get in the way where guys would be like, "Oh, I fucked the best uh, girl last night." And someone's like, "You didn't actually." Like that's you just That's the perfect scene to introduce your character like like in the movie version where like there's a guy that's like that. It's like because then you can demonstrate how you lay down the law like to protect these ladies. Right. That's yeah. what I like about the archetype of the of the of the hooker matron who's like in a world where the government doesn't care about humanity. There's like a woman who's like a den mother to these lost souls. Yeah, it's like a, I'm like a like a mother hen but young. And a great face. And like hotter than all of them. <laughs> hotter than all of yeah. them. It's like uh, yeah, okay. Got it. So, uh, Demorge, I don't know if you want to talk through, but I also have the write-up that I sent you, so I can no, read I can, that, I'll or you could do it. I just wing it. Just too. a cause so of the it. audience. Yeah, I, just, I mean, I know the Just because names, of the so. bills we have to pay. Demorge's character is basically the Noid from Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> it's called branded content. There's there's no commercials during the podcast. No, and, no. Like, but, I mean, uh, Pizza Hut tastes so good it's just, <laughs> that we're okay... And it's very cheap. And it's a real thing. I mean, it's a real thing to not want cold pizza. I can hear you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Um, My character's name is Hordegard. I'm an elf. You're a dwarf. I'm a dwarf. (laughs) I was just testing you. People don't know the difference these days. My mother was a dwarf, my father was a dwarf. They were both very smart and came to the United States as a science team. <laughs> I do not have the most beautiful face, but I have reasonable looks. <laughs> and for some reason, a characteristic of not aging. I was always a precognitive child. I was born a precog, that is to say that I can sense future events. <laughs> Oh, you're like Jeff. There is a gelatin. Yes. Say that again. Jeff. Yes. There's a gelatin that floats in the sky that you cannot see or touch. But I can perceive it and perceive from it and draw from it such things as horrible accidents and uh, crimes and misdemeanors, etc. Um... My mother, sensing this, would put me to some sort of persecution, (laughs) built a precog bath in the basement. My father, being scared of this, ran away. (laughs) She educated me in the ways of precognition, though she herself was not the precog, but she was a good reader and a great teacher. (laughs) At a certain time, I was urged to leave and try to find employment. Children would laugh at me in school, and I did not do very well because of this, and so I took small jobs. I was very old, and I got a job as a busboy. I worked with the underground restaurants and bars. They did not know if I was a boy or a man. I was at this age a man, but they would say, hey, 
How old? How old were you? At this point, I was some 26 years old. So of course, this is 2074. Is that correct? Sure. Close enough. Sure. I worked making the most money under the table in cash with mafia and Yakuza families. Uh, both in the nighttime working in uh, the Little Italy section and in the evening working in a little uh, Osaka. Um, <laughs> they had no problem spilling their information to me, so I learned a lot about the underground and how it works. You'd be very surprised to know that the underground is really the overground. Everything that works <laughs> in front of you is moved by people you do not see. It is not called Shadowrun for no reason. <laughs> you must think in the opposites and you must be neither. <laughs> because I still have precognition, I like to go outside at night when the machines are humming and whirring and the night air is moist. It is there that these thoughts come to me. On one such night to go out and the boss of my place in Little Italy is crying. He's smoking a cigarette and crying. I say, what is your problem? He says, you can go home. There will be no restaurant tomorrow. He does not explain. I go back to my studio apartment, which is not so much an apartment because there is no floor. There's only a tub of water in which I built a precognition tub for myself. From this, I put on Opera Sauvage, a composition by Vangelis. <laughs> Tasty choice. A precognition suit, such as Samantha Morton might wear to an event or a gala. You or love a that minority picture. report. I lay myself above and using the power of rear thought, suspend myself without a net over the water. And I saw an incident at which a man with a loaded pistol would come to him and shoot my boss's brains out. I waited for the vision of a woman with a wristwatch to walk by and focused on the wristwatch, got the time of day, knowing that it was night and there is no 2.36 that PM that is at night. I sensed it was 2.36 AM. I went to the cross streets and waited. And what time was this at? 2.36 a.m. What time did you get the vision? I got the vision at 2.34, but this was the day before. Oh, okay, so you had plenty of time to get there. I had plenty of time to get there, but you no, know, I had to get a weapon. I have to stuff the man with a weapon. I got the weapon from a Yakuza boss in Osaka. I then waited on the corner. When I recognized the man and I saw the woman with the watch, I raised the gun, I shot him in the head. I then had to go on the run, deep into the annals or annals of little, to of little Italy, where I met a man who would become my father figure. His name was Geppetto 5.0, who outfitted me with silicon and cyber devices, arms. Sorry, the, the, we, we just heard the cold open. That was just the... 
He's just now becoming. Okay, oh yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. This, this is like you know. Also, the, this is the A team. Just this is the opening narration. Yeah. At what point do you flee to Brazil? At what point? As do a you, Nazi doctor, because you sound like a Nazi doctor. At what point do you launch an award-winning career as a documentary director? Anyway, sorry. If I were, I would do something like this and something different. But anyway, so I have a Excuse me, go ahead. You know, with Geppetto 5.0, continue. Yes. And he just gives me a number of attachments and, and things and ways to better myself, including skill softs, which are programs that allow me to uh, master certain tasks and things through a cranial implant. Um, and with this, I can function for myself. But I cannot go back into that world, although I have all of this knowledge of how they operate. And so I run around in the shuttles between streets and avenues and boulevards and byways, um, <laughs> bartering with what I know to do best, and that is to sneak up and um, stop problems, sense problems, eliminate situations. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes with weapons, otherwise with cunning and guile. <laughs> I can occasionally step out into the light because everyone still thinks I'm a boy. <laughs> oh. oh! Wow. Uh oh. Wow. Right. Everyone still thinks I'm a boy. Oh. Wow. Uh, I guess uh, if uh, you know if David wants to tell us about his character, we'll just. Uh... My name is uh, Chrissy Tilmick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm. I am a twelve-year-old. Uh, uh, LGBT transgender. Uh, I was born with six toes on each foot, uh, but I now currently have three on each foot. Uh, and I, uh, my father killed chickens with his mind. Uh, we would travel from uh, small town to small town. Uh, some people were enamored of that. Some people thought he had great power. Some people uh, uh, were scared of him and frightened. And we, as, as a result, we were constantly moving. Uh, we had a 1969 Dodge Dart. Um, and one day, uh, my mother, my mother and father were very much in love. Uh, he had sworn uh, on their wedding day, they eloped, but it was still a wedding, and it was a day, so it was a wedding day, uh, that he would never use his ability to kill chickens with his mind in any negative way towards her. Then one, one day, he, we were chased out of uh, a town, Birmingham, Alabama, and uh, he was drinking heavily, and he started what looked like the process of trying to kill my mom. And I, this upset me terribly. I went running out. My mom chased me, and she was killed by a hurinado, which is a... a <laughs> it, as everyone knows, and after the year 2021, government, uh, Obama was still in office, and... And invented hurinados, which is a combination of a hurricane and a tornado, and um, and that that was shortly before they revealed chemtrails are a real thing; they're not just a silly thing. And so my mom was killed. It was a horrifying thing for, for me to witness. I as I looked behind my, uh, I had three shoulders, and I looked behind the middle one. I could see my dad running after, and the town of the entire town of Birmingham, Alabama. 
he got swallowed into the t- as they grabbed him and they pulled him and he was he was like Chrissy Chrissy and I could see it he was scratching at the ground and blood came from his uh, nails as they went down to stubs as he was trying to claw his way to me and I I just knew it was fight or flight and uh, I I decided I'm gonna flight and. <laughs> And I went to uh, Birmingham International Airport, and I used all my remaining, uh, my, I had some fun bucks left over from a Chuck E. Cheese, and I turned them in. I got on a, I got on a plane to 2032, which is the only time I could afford. And there I, when I got off the plane, I just did that classic Chrissy Tillman thing where I looked down and the first sign I saw was uh, for Davos and I went that I'm your guy uh, and I got in the car and ended up at uh, a Davos conference um, uh, Jenna Bush was speaking and and I managed to sneak into her hotel room uh, uh, in a way that I'd only seen in uh, um, Hollow movies, which is a way that people watch movies in the future. He got that right. He got that right. <laughs> By being I, under underneath the uh, catering tray table, and then I snuck out and uh, and I assumed Jenna Bush's uh, personality um, and her uh, uh, identification Tron, and uh, <laughs> which was which was. She didn't even put away. It was like the it was in the closet. The closet was open. She I just, just took left Jenna her, Bush's. She yeah. just left her identification Tron. Yes, added Tron. Left it right there. He just added yeah. Tron. Yeah, yeah. This shit is easy. And then, uh, and I remembered as I was as I was cli- climbing the antenna spire. Uh, I remembered. Wait. My mother, her last dying thing is the uh, herinator was uh, was sucking her into the vortex. She threw uh, the pills at me and said, "Should anything happen, take these pills." And I and I did. And then I went back in time to where we were a happy family. But I was always able to access everything post that. So uh, not only am I currently with my happy family, knowing what the future will bring, but I also also concurrently run in the shadows because I fucking love that song. <laughs> wow, what a character! I think that's the end of our show. I think we got. Wait, a, I have my guy. What's that? What? I have a guy too. Oh, oh God! Oh God! Come on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, don't, don't, don't forget me saying I think that's the end of our show. I'm and just going to read this and that'll be the end of the show. <laughs> My guy talks like me. I'm just going to read what you sent. Is that okay? That's Is fine that what I should me, do? Unless you have any, you know, great ideas that have come up to the surface from these wonderful narrations. Oh. Is, is there a hymn, NATO? Oh. <laughs> uh, when we looked at it, what we thought was... Um, <laughs> It, it, it sounded like a herstory moment, but I'm, is there? Any? I don't know. I'll, I'll have to uh, check with the ladies at uh, Vassar and Sarah Lawrence, mm, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the feminist studies group, and right. see what they think. Uh, Spencer, what is a shadow runner? A shadow runner is basically like a member of the A team. He, when people need their help and they can afford it, they get the A team. You know, 
and they do illegal stuff. They do cool things. But they're usually good guys. Uh, no, I mean they're criminals. They could oh. be murderers, assassins. Okay. They ride in a van and they have lunch boxes with their faces on. Yeah. Them. <laughs> uh, Typical mercenary. <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to read the paragraph. and then, uh, Dr. Friend, that's my guy's name. Unless you have a better name. I don't think you can top Dr. Friend. <laughs> Dentist Frank. <laughs> Dentist Friend is the troll doctor. Dentist. Yeah. A criminal slash doctor whose practices everywhere the core aren't. Dr. Corp. Friend. Huh? Corpse. Like corpse corporations. Oh. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. Dr. Friend is a troll doctor. I have to start over every time someone says something. A criminal do, do try periodontist. <laughs> periodontist friend is a troll periodontist. A criminal slash periodontist whose practice is everywhere. The corpse aren't. Periodontist friend has a magical mastery over medicine and the meta-human body. With a less than firm commitment to the Hippocratic Oath. Nice. <laughs> That's, that was a little glib. That was a little glib. With a, a less than firm yeah. commitment. All right, CW. I see art. what you mean. <laughs> Periodontist friend is bound to never harm anyone who hasn't harmed him first. Originally a corporate periodontist. For fun, can you say endodontist? Per endodontist? What is that? What is that? It's uh, uh, root canals. Just root canals? <laughs> yeah, basically it's nerves. Periodontist is gums and endodontist is root canals. You sound canals. so drunk right now. It's basically it's nerves. It's nerves. <laughs> Roots. Root canals, nerves. Root. <laughs> Endodontist? Endodontist. Okay. I mean, it's not, I mean, it's not important. I... Oh, oh no, I didn't mean to qualify that as being important. It's not important. Say whatever you want. Sorry, oh. say periodontist. Nope. I thought, I thought we were giving requests like you were a DJ at a, at a birthday party, and so I said endodontist. Originally a corporate endodontist. One <laughs> <laughs> friend, one friend, that's me, that's me. <laughs> when friend goblinized into a troll, is goblin, you can't, goblin is not a verb. Goblin, uh, goblinization is a thing that happens in the history of the Shadowrun milieu. People Vampiric start to turn virus. into... I turned from human into a troll? Yeah, trolls just get turned into them from humans. He was cast out of the corporation with extreme prejudice, forced to ply his trade in the streets. Despite this fall from grace, he only accepts payment from the moderately wealthy for his superior service. Treating the poor and needy free of charge. Oh. Sounds like a good guy. Oh. Sounds like a friend, that's right. Is that all, that's all I need to say, right? Oh, I prefer not to fight, but when I must, I tend to favor non-lethal weapons such as a stun baton or gel and shock rounds from my silent submachine gun. That sounds like a very violent weapon. <laughs> I use no weaponry other than this submachine gun. <laughs> can, can I, I, I think like at a moment when someone would go like, oh, that's really nice that you, uh, you take care of poor people for free, you say it in an alleyway just to that other person, you go, the poor become the rich, and the rich are always dying. 
and there will always be more poor. <laughs> Did you just come up with that quote? Yeah. That's really good. Are you being sarcastic? No. Really? It's you really, really good. It? I, I it's like, a bl- like the blind guy in Minority Report. Yeah, I don't know. I like, I like it. I like it. I, I like think it. I might Poor be a little drunk. The, I should be yeah. riffing like uh, no, dialogue really, for you. That was really good. Thank Does, you. Doesn't the, the logic collapse under the poor become the rich? I was Doesn't thinking that, that too. Doesn't that stop right there? This is a fantasy world, David. <laughs> it's a weird world where you're, if you're poor, you're safe, but you have teeth problems. <laughs> And then only your ambition to become rich eventually kills you. Yeah. <laughs> I like that this is the least believable bit of this for you. <laughs> the poor become the rich. Now I've heard everything. <laughs> Shadowrun's a fun game, but in terms of wealth distribution... Yeah. A lot like our I'm world. sure I believe it. All right. Well, we've co- we've conquered yes. all these worlds. Now how do we end how do we end things? Probably with a rap, right? I'll do a rap. Do a rap. Rap, 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 clappity clap, time to rap. Every rap has some kind of rap jazz. When you rap your ass, the person you came in as, and I accept you. I accept. Isn't funny that David thinks that this is your rap every time? I would, the great thing would be to do a rap and have David Cross, who has a beautiful angelic voice, do the uh, the rap bridge, the the R and B like. Uh, do Do we have a rap beat? I think so. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I'll do a little bit, and then I'll, I'll cue you, and then you do like the you do like the you know the the the, the singing part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you come back to the show. Yo, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. City sirens, police in the distance, cityscape. I'm gonna go the distance. I'm, uh, I'm Dr. Urban uh, Anthropy. I'm gonna cut you, can't you see? I'm going through the shadows at night. I'm gonna rap for my life, gonna fight for your light. I'm a, I'm Mr. Mix-a-Plick, I'm gonna shoot you. I'm gonna fucking shoot you in the uh, tooth, you. I'm gonna shoot you in the shoot, you. And then I put your life inside my shoe, though. Rhyming, shoot you, it's you too. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Gonna rhyme one word with the exact word again. And that's how I wrap my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. David Cross, uh, that's our show. We'll see you next week, I think. (laughs) 